H Norwich at 94.5 W233DB Norwich. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. With the all-important midterm elections fast approaching, the candidates making their final appeals to the voters. Several key debates last evening, including in New York, Republican gubernatorial candidate Lee Zeldin hammering Democrat Kathy Hochul on crime. We can continue with the status quo where they believe they haven't passed enough pro-criminal laws, or we could take control of our destiny and make sure law-abiding New Yorkers are in charge of our streets again. Hochul defends her record on crime, and that includes cashless bail. Anyone who commits a crime... Under our laws, especially with the change we made to bail, has consequences. In Pennsylvania, the lone debate between U.S. Senate candidates, Republican Mehmet Oz and Democrat John Fetterman. Amid questions about his health, his refusal to release detailed medical records following a stroke, Fetterman insists that he is up to the challenge of serving in the Senate. If my doctor believes that I'm fit to serve, and, and that's what I believe is appropriate, and now with two weeks before the election, you know, I have run a campaign and I've been very transparent about being very open about the fact we're in use captioning. Dr. Oz asked if he is fit to serve after being accused of offering questionable medical advice on his TV program. One of the great blessings of traveling around Pennsylvania is you run into people who have watched the show. They thank me very much for giving them life-saving advice on chronic issues like high blood pressure or dealing with their anxiety. The show did very well because it provided high-quality information that empowered people. And the election now 13 days away. Russian President Putin has monitored drills of his country's strategic nuclear forces involving multiple practice launches of ballistic and cruise missiles. Show of force coming amid heightened tension with the West over the ongoing war in Ukraine. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 123 points. The Nasdaq, 156 points in the red. More on these stories at townhall.com. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. In the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your time share or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. Appears to be another case of do as I say, not as I do. A new report finds that in a two-month time frame, Facebook creator Mark Zuckerberg's private jet emitted 17 times more carbon than the average American produces in a year. An interesting fact, seeing as how Zuckerberg is a big believer in man-made climate change. According to Fox News, flight tracking software found that 28 trips between August 15th and October 15th by Zuckerberg's Gulfstream jet released more than 253 metric tons of carbon. The average American has an annual carbon footprint of 14.7 metric tons. Some of Zuckerberg's trips were cross-country. Others were as short as three-minute, 18-mile trips between two Arizona airstrips. 
Tasha Stevens reporting. Police say the 19-year-old gunman who killed a teacher and a 15-year-old girl at a St. Louis high school was armed with an AR-15-style rifle and what appeared to be more than 600 rounds of ammunition. News and analysis, townhall.com. Whoa, it's another dreary start out Something. there. We've got drizzle, we've got fog, reduced visibility, and even some scattered showers moving through parts of the state. Uh, we are expecting these scattered showers to continue on through the afternoon hours, and then we'll see some partial clearing late in the day. Tonight, mostly to partly cloudy, overnight low 58. Tomorrow, sunny. Whoa. That's good news. Temperatures in the uh, 60s to near 70 for the shoreline. Friday, mostly sunny, cooler, highs in the upper 50s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney, wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Wednesday. 66 in Norwich, 67 in New London. Good morning. I'm Morty Hausberger. Stonington School Board last night voted unanimously to allow teachers to display the gay pride flags in classrooms. The uh, superintendent had pulled them from classrooms previously, but then changed her mind. About 100 residents showed up at the meeting last night in Pocketuck expressing support for the flags to be up. The campaigns for Rhode Island governor continuing to heat up in the general election homestretch. Republican challenger Ashley Kalis earned support from a newly formed coalition called Democrats for Ashley. This was at an event in Pawtucket Tuesday. Kalis was endorsed by former North Providence Mayor Richard Fossa and former House Speaker Matthew Smith. Meanwhile, First Lady Jill Biden is set to campaign for incumbent Democrat Dan McKee today. Biden's schedule includes a visit to Rhode Island College. And Connecticut residents apparently have a thing for fashion. New study from fashion experts at Karen Millen shows that the state ranks number four nationwide when it comes to being obsessed with fashion. The study was put together after experts viewed Google Trend data of search terms used by people interested in fashion during the last year. New York, New Jersey, and California in the top three. Connecticut, again, is fourth, while Hawaii is ranked as the state with the least fashion-obsessed residents. The showers have pretty much tapered off. There are a few scattered about uh, southeastern Connecticut right now, but uh, we could see some late-day clearing. And a high expected to hit no more than 67, which is close to where we're at right now, 66 in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11, I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. Well, you and I are fashionable guys, aren't we? Yes, we are. We're, yeah. we're linchpins of fashion. I mean, I before I go to WICH every day, I put on my sweater. You usually have a nice stylish sweater, stylish yeah. sweater. Yep. Shirt. Pants. Sometimes pants, yeah. Sometimes pants. Shoes that I've been wearing for 20 years. Sometimes they even match, yeah. Thank you. And you, you're pretty fashionable. Oh, I'm a... Little striped shirt. I'm a fashion plate. Mm-hmm. It's probably the last time I'm going to wear a golf shirt. It's probably going to be too chilly after today. Oh, come on. Tomorrow's going to be beautiful. Sunny. Oh, that's right. Friday's going to be nice. I mean, tomorrow's going to be nice. Yeah. Well, you get your golf in tomorrow. No, I can't golf tomorrow. Well, might go out today. I think the rain stopped. Yeah, you'll be all set with your little striped shirt. What do you mean by little striped shirt? Like I'm some kid? Yeah, it's kind of like a little cute. You want to pat me on the top of the head? Yeah, it's like a cute little kid's shirt. What? Striped shirt. It's a red shirt with white stripes. What do you mean? I don't know. It's cute. What do you mean? I was thinking when I was a kid, I was always wearing stripes. Were you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Stripes aren't just for kids, Stu. Oh, okay. Well, I still have some of my kids' shirts, so I'll wear them. (laughs) 
Well, this is very important. What is? Speaking of uh, artsy things. Arts. Arty. Yep. The ten best cities for art lovers. All right. Can you name any of the cities for art lovers? In the United States or the world? No, no, in the United States. Well, New York. New York is in the list. Uh, I would also say, let's see, uh, art, uh, Chicago. Nope. No Chicago. Got a nice art museum. I've been there. Well, I'm sorry. You haven't been there enough. I guess not. No. I left my heart in What else? Art. Uh, D.C., maybe? D.C. D.C., no? Yeah. No. No. Miami's in there. All right. All right. That, that somewhat makes sense, I guess. New York. I said New York. New York. Okay. I thought I'd give you two points. San Francisco. Very arty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Seattle. I can see that. Seattle, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you say Washington? Washington? I did. Yeah, I'm sorry. And you gave me no credit. I'm sorry. You cheated I, me. I, I, I was spacing out. Yeah. Washington is one of the artsy yeah, places. That's what I yeah. Have you ever been in the White House? They have some nice art on the wall. You know, I've never been to the White House. I have I not know. either. I've been outside it, but I've never been in it. Well, you should have taken a little... Well, you know, with permission, of course. No, I just like to jump the fence. That doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. Pasadena, California. Really? Minneapolis. Well, Pasadena has that art museum you always see because all the floats on the New Year's Mm -hmm. Day parade go by there. Boston, they've got some nice museums. Oh, yeah. Well, how, how, how did I forget that? Well, it's right up the street. Right Boston. up the street. Boston. How do I forget Boston? I don't know. Los Angeles, California. Not focused. Los Angeles, really? Art? In Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta? No way. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of a surprise. Tattoo artist, maybe. The least artsy cities in America. Mm, this is Detroit. Picking on Detroit. No, yep. not Detroit. Not Detroit? No, um, this is a... Phoenix. Almost, almost impossible to get any of these, really. Mm, Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo. Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. No, Warren, Michigan. Warren, Michigan. Same thing. The least artsy place. Trenton, New Jersey. I'm going to just keep going until 2 o'clock, see if we can get one here. <laughs> no Trenton, New Jersey. Tallahassee, Florida. You're coming up with them. Nope. Nope. Um, nope. Uh, no, I know you have to play golf, so I'll tell you a few of them. West Valley City, Utah. West Valley City? Never heard of it. Laredo, Texas. All right. Not very artsy. Not, I've heard of it. Kansas City. Missouri, really? Huh. Hmm. Huh. Warren, uh, Michigan. You said that, yeah. Brownsville, Texas. Brownsville. Mm. I've been to Brownsville. Mm. I've never heard of this place. Miramar, Florida. Miramar. Not very not very oh. artsy. No. Nope. Right. North Las Vegas, Nevada. North Las Vegas. Alright. And the Grand Prairie, Texas. Mm. Too much desert, not much it's art. Just dust. Just dust. Yeah. Although you can make some nice dust arrangements. Can you? Mm. I guess so. If you want to get you can make art out of anything, probably. Yeah. I'm gonna give you some words now because Uh-oh. um they're nice words. You're going to give me some words. And I don't know why we're going to learn these words, because we'll never use them. Okay. These Sounds are actual productive. words. If you can guess any of these, you oh. will win. Win You will what? win 
One million dollars. Mm, no, one million. One dollar. One million praises. Hmm? One million. That's a lot. Yeah. Turtle wax. What about turtle wax? It's you like get a, any of these, you'll get some turtle car wax. wax. Turtle yeah, wax. Yeah, turtle wax. It's a car wax. What does bum fuzzle mean? Bum fuzzle? Bum fuzzle. I love that word. I know. Bum I, fuzzle. Yeah. Got to be careful with that. I bum fuzzle means, let's see, I bum fuzzled her. Uh, Maybe we shouldn't go there. Bum fuzzle, I'm going to say that means uh, fooled or tricked or mm-hmm. I bum fuzzled her or him or No, them. it means that uh, if you're a bum and you had too much to drink. No, that's not no. it. No. This is a simple term that refers to being confused, perplexed, or flustered. So I was sort of close, not quite. Trying to figure that out. I'm so bumfuzzled over that. Yeah. I love that word. These are great. Bumfuzzled. Bumfuzzled. See if you can use it uh, tonight at dinner. Oh, I'll use it. I'll yeah. use it in the you know, weather my, report. Where's my dessert? I'm bumfuzzled. I can't find it. <laughs> Caddy Wampus. Oh, I love Caddy Wampus. It's all crooked and messed up. It's not in the right place. It's... It's a term that you will find in the Midland and Southern United That's States. That's right. I'm a Southerner. You know that one. Caddy Of course. Caddy Wampus. I love Caddy Wampus. Hmm. I never heard of that one. Gardy Lou. You never heard of Caddy Wampus? Was I right? It means crooked or not straight or... Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Hmm. It's things in disarray. Yeah. Yeah. It's all Caddy Wampus. <clears throat> Gardy Lou. Gardy Lou? Mm-hmm. Never heard of that one. Guardy Lou. As opposed Gardy-loo. to Waterloo. Guardy Lou. Guardy Lou. Guardy Lou. What is it? A noun? A verb? Is What is it? I've never heard of it. It's a Scottish term. Scottish but term. But it sounds really nifty. Guardy Lou. The definition is a funny and gross one. This is what people living in Edinburgh shouted out their windows as a warning before dumping their slop buckets out of their windows. <laughs> so if you hear Gardy Lou, you better, Lou, you better you, get out of the way. You better duck, right? Here comes the sludge. This is great stuff. Here comes stuff. the sludge. Here comes the sludge. sludge. Yeah. Gardy Lou. All right. Gardy Lou. I know some Scottish people. I'm going to say, hey, Gardy Lou. Gardy Lou. And then see if they d- duck. everybody will duck. I'm going to yeah. do that. I will do that. Here's one you'll, you'll like, folks. Gardy Lou. Tara Diddle. Tara Diddle. Tara Diddle. Like sounds like a dinosaur. Terrible. Word is reference someone or something that is filled with pretentious nonsense, just like this bit, or something <laughs> that is a lie. A great example of this is that classic fisherman's tale of how big the fish he caught was. It's a lot of taradiddle. That's complete taradiddle. Taradiddle, yeah. That's a complete taradiddle. Oh, this is a good one. I love that word, taradiddle. I, so, I want this list. So close to... I, I will get it for Bum you. Bumfuzzle, yeah. cattywampus, mm-hmm. teradiddle. Snickersee. Snickersee? So close to Halloween. Snickersee. Snickersee. <laughs> See the uh, Snickers? Snicker. Um, Snickersee. Like if you snicker word. at somebody? like. <laughs> no, this word sounds like something funny or possibly cute. It's actually referring to a long, dangerous knife. A snickersee? Snickersee. Wow. Nothing to snicker about. Please don't stab me with this snickersee. Snickersee. Then you can run while they're hmm. laughing. Don't run with this snickersee in your hand. Windershins. Windershins. Uh, windershins. Those are the uh, the panes on your window. The windershins. When you hurt your, your shin on a window. What? <laughs> your shin on a window. Window. <laughs> your shin? Your shin on a window. Windershin. Stop that. What 
What does it mean? It's another way to say something is moving counterclockwise or something mm. is moving in the wrong direction. Probably this bit. <laughs> we'll give you a few this more. This program is Windershin. <laughs> Thanks. I almost said something else. Collie oh, wobbles. You did. Collie wobbles. Collie wobbles. Yeah, if you have a dog and it's, it's had it too much to drink. It's a collie wobble. Your collie wobbles. Collie wobbles. <laughs> Every first to a weird feeling in your stomach. Oh, I got the collie wobbles. Or an overall mm. bellyache. I ate that three-week-old meat, and I got the collie wobbles. Are you going to retain mm. all these new words? I love. No, you got to give me the list. I love right. these. I will. I love those. Uh, gubbins. 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 G- G-U-B-B-I-N-S. Gubbins. Gubbins. Uh, Gubbins. What could that be? Mm-hmm. Uh, it would help if I knew if it was a noun or a verb or I, I adjective. Nev- or I've never heard of these before. Gubbins. Um, I don't know. This is an object that has little or no value and is also referring to a gadget or device. Mm. What kind of gubbins you got there, boy? Little or no. Uh, this one I can't even uh, say. What's that gubbins <clears throat> in your hand? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Wash it off. A bibliophobia. Bibliophobia. Bibli- well, it's a a phobia, fear of the Bible. Fear, fear of ad living. No. <laughs> <laughs> what was it again? Oblib- Bibliophobia. Ophobia. Bibliophobia. Fear of the Bible is what I'm going with. Well, let's see. This is a word that perfectly describes many people, and you may be one. It refers to someone who is afraid of running out of things to read. Really? Like me. Uh, we're, guess- <laughs> we're guessing that you are probably going to start using this word to describe yourself as you head out the door to the nearest Barnes & Noble or local bookshop. Well, the Otis Library has in their book sale on Friday, so oh, that'll, yeah. that'll cure that. Big books, so you've uh, you got to check it out. The they big have book these sale, sales. semi-annual. And finally, no, let's get, this is too much fun, right? It is. Bumper what? shoot. Bumper shoot. Bumper shoot. Bumper shoot. They say it's a fun word that most people know. I don't. Bumper shoot. Uh, your bumper shoot is huge. Yeah, well, that's that's a little personal. <laughs> <laughs> bumper shoot is referring to an umbrella. Really? Something an we umbrella. have heard in many Disney films or in many different books. Maybe I'll take my bumper shoot to the golf course today. You, you may need it today. Oh. And two more. Two more. Okay. Lollygag. No, oh, that one I've heard I love before. that. Right. That's mm. my favorite uh, Bull Durham scene. The yep, movie where gag. he's in the shower and he's getting on his baseball team and you, you lollygag to first. This you lollygag to second. This actually, you lollygag around the field. Yeah, I know. It's the What's that makeup? Lollygaggers. Be a gag in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, 1868, it was first uh, surfaced. I love that word. The definition of lollygag is someone who is messing around or wasting yeah, time. Wasting time. Always Not refers doing it to right. someone who is doing something that isn't serious or useful. Right. Just lollygagging. I'm just lollygagging. Kind of lazy-like. Yeah, just lollygagging around. Finally. I love these words. Lollygaggers. Flibber. Flibber. Tajibic. Flibber tajibic. Flibber tajibic. Flibber tajibat. Flibber tajibat. Flibber tajibat. I, a, I got a, nothing. It's a confused dolphin? No, that's flipper. <laughs> that's flipper. This is another fun word. It refers to someone who is silly and who talks incessantly. How do you spell it? F L I B B E R T I 
G-I-B-B-E-T. Flibber to gibbet. Mm-hmm. You did pretty good there with your pronunciation. The Flibber to gibbet. gibbet. The first known usage of this word is, is the 15th century and used to be spelled flibber gibbet. The flibber word is also gibbet. refers to a person who is fidgety. Fidgety? Like can't sit still? No, it says fidgety. Fidgety. I don't know what fidgety means. Oh, well, that's the last word I have for today. Flibber de gibbet. I love it. I I'm love all make those you words. A copy of these words is you about. Please do. Four hundred others. I'm going to try to work these into my like trending reports and. Yeah, when you do the info morning sessions. Trending today, we have a flibber gibbet. Flibber de gibbet, boy. Flibber de gibbet. Stop lollygagging. For a jump shot, boom. <laughs> well, You're all you. cattywampus. So now we'll get back to some normal words in the program. And, like, um, thank you for. Uh, I love those. Getting into that. Well, you said there's 400 of them. It looks like there's about 400 of these. All right. right. So uh, you'll find a little present on your desk for tomorrow oh, morning. I'll so considerate. Right. Do you have another word for considerate? <laughs> no, that's it. Considerate's a good word. Kind. All right. We'll get underway with whatever I'm supposed to do in just a moment. Whoa, it's another dreary start out there. We've got drizzle, we've got fog, reduced visibility, and even some scattered showers moving through parts of the state. Uh, we are expecting these scattered showers to continue through the afternoon hours, and then we'll see some partial clearing late in the day. Tonight, mostly to partly cloudy, overnight low 58. Tomorrow, sunny. Whoa. That's good news. Temperatures in the uh, 60s to near 70 for the shoreline. Friday, mostly sunny, cooler. Highs in the upper 50s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Wednesday. Thank you. I like that. A healthy Wednesday. 66 degrees right now with Stu at WICH as we get into the uh, open topic portion of our program. And you're welcome to call in at 889-5252. I'll play the official jingle in a moment, but let's go to the lines. Welcome, you're on the air. Good morning to you. You're on the air. Morning, Stu. Morning, Larry. I read on your news this morning. Uh, where was it? Parker Tuck, they uh, uh, finally uh, uh, arguing over getting the uh, gate gay flag in the classroom? Yeah, they're going to, uh, it is now official, they will have it in the classroom, yes. Yeah, I, I hope they're happy now that they, uh, I guess they haven't been watching the news lately that the, the kids in uh, in this country from not going to school uh, for the lockdowns are uh, eight points behind in, in math than where they should be, but we got to worry about putting gay flags in a classroom. Here's the problem with that. If you start putting this flag up, what are we going to do with all the other people that want to put their flag in a classroom? All the other groups. What do you do with them? Well, that's a good We're point. Have 50, 60 flags in a classroom? Yeah, I've got mixed emotions about it. I, I really think it's um, it's not a great idea. And uh, it's well, not that, that we don't it, it, uh, you respect know, I just gave people. you one of, the, well, well, I know. one of the reasons why it shouldn't be put in a classroom. Because everybody else who's going to want their flag in a classroom, and you, obviously you can't put everybody who has a flag. Uh, that's why the only flag that should be put in a classroom is the United States flag. Period. End of discussion. Or uh, just have uh, something on the board, uh, blackboard, really that says... I, I, on News Nation last night, I got to see the debate. Um, Which one? Fetterman and... Um, oh, yeah, that was, hard, that was hard to see. 
Yeah, and Dr. Oz. It was on uh, 8 o'clock last night on News Nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't like debates, but I watched this debate last night, and I want to tell you, it uh, absolutely pathetic uh, with, with Fetterman. I feel so bad for him, and for his family to put him on, on national TV after having a stroke and the health condition that he's in is pathetic. Yep, you're absolutely um, right. It, they should have never did that to him. Um, I never see anything like that in my life, the way he was talking. He couldn't put a sentence together. Uh, now, I don't know if it was because of his health or not, but he, he all three of them lied last night in their debates. He lied saying he was going to allow fracking in Pennsylvania, where just three years ago he said absolutely no fracking in Pennsylvania. So that was his lie, along with about three or four other lies that he told last night during the debate. But these people think we're all stupid. But um, the debate last night, if anything, definitely hurt him in that election in Pennsylvania. So that's uh, the first one. The second one is uh, New York. Um, I saw some clips of the one with uh, Tudor and uh, Whitmer Mm -hmm. for the governor of um, uh, Michigan. Uh, uh, She came right out online last night in her debate saying that she closed the schools only for three months. Um, that was that a was lie. Right lie. The yep. schools in Michigan were closed for around nine months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what she did was she, instead of doing it herself, the college, she went and authorized um, the Board of Education and some other agencies to do what they wanted with the school closing. So she went look bad. That's how she got around that. So that was another. I'm telling you what these people uh, do to to when they get on t- TV. And the last one was uh, Hochul. And uh, 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 what's his name there? The New York guy, uh, uh, oh, yeah, uh, Neldon. Mm-hmm. He's running against her for the uh, governor in New York. She looked at him. He, he was talking to her about crime. You know, she said to him, quote, unquote, people who commit crime in New York are going to pay the consequences. <laughs> Very good. Very good. I don't good. know where she's been. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, let's, listen, it's close to the midterms. You better get on what people are certainly concerned about. I don't know where uh, she's been. How pathetic but, is that to make a statement like that? Yeah. Well, I certainly hope for the sake of New York, because New York, I miss New York. It's a wonderful place, and uh, they need this, this guy to take over, and I hope he gets in. Yeah. But anyways, uh, the... the, the um that debate was really something. I wish you could have seen that whole hour of that debate last night. Um, I, I saw well, enough in, of it, in, believe me. I saw enough of it. Yeah. That was the only channel that televised it, by the way, was uh, News Nation. Well, you know, I, it, was, it was extremely sad. It was extremely frustrating. Uh, I don't understand why they put him up as the candidate. I feel bad that he has a stroke. I hope he gets better. Uh, but take all of that away. Well, yeah, his health is his health is the most important thing, Stu. And and any any uh, decent human being um, um, would not put him through this, and would talk him out of uh, running for office at this time. That when his health gets a hundred percent better, that then he can run for uh, for for office mm-hmm. again. But to do what they did to him last night and let him go on TV, uh, um, I would never do that to a family member. Never. I think they were looking for the sympathy vote. Maybe that's why yeah. they kept him in there. But So, okay, right. thank you very much for your time, Stu. Thank you. Interesting, those debates, very interesting. All right, we have to make this official. All right, here we go. 
It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Hey, I forgot my jingle, but I didn't. Here it is. You're on the air. Welcome. Jingle, 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 jingle. You are the jingle man with your bells. Yeah, I didn't bring a bell to the show. So uh, when you're, I know you talk about playing golf. Um, when you play golf, is your golf game cattywampus? It, it's worse words than that, worse let me tell you. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought maybe you had a caddy, so then it would be cattywampus. I had a caddy once, believe it or not. I, I mean, I think the guy quit. <laughs> Seriously, I I didn't know it was you know, we were we were out of town and uh, oh you'd have every, you'd have to have about seven caddies. Everybody was uh, you know I never had a caddy before you know I once had a Plymouth, but I had this caddy and they threw they said everybody that plays has to have a caddy, and uh-huh. the poor caddy that I had kept running in the woods and one time he just <laughs> never came back. So uh, anyway, <laughs> golfers lose their uh, yeah, golf caddies. balls. You lost your caddy. Well, at least I can say I had a caddy. Or you you swung the golf club and whacked him one, and he went in the woods. Oh, it was awful. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of cattywampus, though, um, mm-hmm. I, it occurred to me, my aunt used to use a word uh, that was pretty much meaning cattywampus, and I don't think I've ever heard anybody use it before. Skew G. Skew G? Yeah, everything's all skew G. Isn't that how you like, clean your windshields? Oh, no, that's a squeegee. Oh, squeegee. Uh, Stoogee. Excuse me, it was a squeegee. Stoogee. So, listen, you were talking about art. Yes. And I want to talk about, uh, I, want, I need help from the listeners here. So I want all those great minds that listen during the 10 o'clock hour to, to pay attention here. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of art, maybe there's something I can do with this. I made the mistake this morning. I'm like, it's raining again, like the song says. I'm going to clean out the hall closet. Danger, Will Robinson, danger. So oh, boy. I get in there, and I find this paper bag, and it's got it's fairly heavy. And it's got an empty box, and it's got a couple of stupid things. And underneath it were all these, I'll call them rocks, but they're not really rocks. I'm going to use the word slag, which might not be the right word, but it's the remnant debris from the casting of the Norwich Freedom Bell in 2012. Oh. It's like it's like mainly sandstone. I don't think there's any bronze in it. Hmm. Uh, and these are these are rocks of this matter, like sandy matter. They're not heavy. Um, some are as small as maybe a ping pong ball, and some are one or two are about the size of almost uh, well, like a basketball. Goodness. And they're fairly lightweight. I remember um, them being, they were going to throw them out. And I think even Jim Reed might have been there uh, when this was going on. And I said, don't throw those out. I'll take them. So they gave me a big paper bag of these hunks of slag from the casting of the bell. Well, they've sat in my closet for... Exactly 10 years, actually. You forgot about uh, it, right? Well, I forgot about them. I didn't know what to do. I, didn't, I don't want to throw them out unless they're meant to be thrown out. But maybe somebody out there listening has an idea. There's probably, uh, oh, I don't know, six, seven, eight, nine of these little rocks um, that are kind of historic. Maybe I should see if the Slater wants them. Okay. Or maybe, uh, maybe give them to a, a school or... I mean, they're not attractive. They're just clumps of, like, 
sandy rock. Well, so I know you collect. Flag. I know you collect rocks, but not that tight. Well, not. I don't know. I, I might keep one. Yeah. In fact, I think I do have one on my shelf. I'll have to check. Mm-hmm. But before I throw this bag of stuff out that kind of has historic significance, maybe somebody has an idea of uh, what I could do with it. Maybe, maybe as a fundraiser, or maybe to give to a school, or I know I could give them to WICH. There's the idea. I'll give them to Hall Communications. Well, I'll have to check on that, uh, Kev. <laughs> oh, Stu, you're no fun anymore. I know. So when you mentioned no. art, I thought, because I just found this like 20 minutes ago, like, I wonder if anybody has any ideas. Susie must have an idea of what I should do with these. What you should do with the rocks. Yeah, historic uh-huh. little hunks of leftover slag from the casting of the Norwich Freedom Bell 10 years ago in well, uh, Kevin, Brown Park. That's definitely a new one. <laughs> so, Leave uh, it to me, right? Yeah, okay. Well, we'll be listening for some action on that. Let's see what the listeners can come up with. All right. Remember, don't throw any stones. How does that expression go? Yeah, people who live in glass houses shouldn't throw so thrones. Shouldn't throw rocks. Okay. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thank you. Thank you, sir. For nearly 20 years, it was the most common-sense idea Washington refused to adopt. Give Medicare the power to negotiate with the drug companies to lower our prescription drug prices. But now, at long last, it's been signed into law. Here's Congressman Joe Courtney. Getting things done in Congress takes persistence. And persistence is how we capped the cost of life-saving insulin and have finally given Medicare the power to negotiate prescription drug prices so we lower seniors' out-of-pocket costs. It's true. Joe Courtney's winning the fight to lower prescription drug prices and reduce our health care costs. The new law Courtney helped pass caps the price of life-saving insulin at $35 a month, even penalizes drug makers who increase their prices more than the the rate of inflation, driving your costs down. I'm Joe Courtney, candidate for Congress, and continuing to lower your everyday costs is my top priority, and that's why I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. We'll be back with more of your calls in a moment. The number is 889-5252. Stu Breyer with you. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Throws up top, and he caught it! And he's in the end zone! Oh, what a play! This Saturday, the Huskies renew their rivalry with Boston College. And caught in the end zone in a corner! What a catch! Touchdown, Yukon! Our coverage begins at 10.30 a.m. on your home for Yukon football. Catch all the action of Yukon football all season long on 94.5 and 1310 a.m. WICH in Norwich. Hey, we got you covered. Welcome to the program. Oh, Stu, you should have that lady that owns Captain Grant's Inn on Monday for Halloween. Oh, really? The book in front of me is written in 08, but it's called Connecticut Seaside Ghosts. And a little bit more info about Captain Grant's, which was, of course, built in 1754. It's on the National Register of Historic Places. Out back behind it, it was a little meeting place where the Mohegans actually traded with Dutch and English and then served as a little burial ground. Archaeological digs done in the field. Several interesting artifacts have been recovered. Um, in, during the Revolution, American soldiers 
were billeted in the attic, and runaway slaves were also housed in the attic during the Civil War. Hmm. And one of the rooms, the Adelaide room, is where the apparition of a little girl has been seen. Ooh, um, ghosty. And, and there was a couple of stories. This is a New London City police detective spent a night in the Adelaide room complaining the next morning to Carol, the owner, of a restless night due to someone tramping about with booted feet in the attic between 4 a.m. and 5. He was shocked to hear nobody was in the attic all night, but that the attic had housed, you know, Revolutionary War soldiers more than 200 years ago. And there were other stories about shower curtains flying off. They had them made. So, oh, listen, I, I, I want to get a hold of this person. How do I... Uh... Well, she's the owner of Captain Grant's Inn. Okay. I guess maybe just look up Captain... Grant's well, Inn. call it. Her name is Carol Matsumoto. Carol Matsumoto. Yeah, as it's, uh, you know... M-A-T, mm-hmm. Natsumoto, S-U-M-O-T-O. And I guess just, you know, get, I mean, they must be giving out rooms. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll try to get a hold of her. And I'm also reading Unbroken Curses, Hidden Source of Trouble in a Christian's Life. That's an interesting one. Oh, do you realize people who have come here to America from foreign countries, I'm going to say, like, you know, Ellis Island type thing. Do you realize that you came from Ireland or Scotland? They do do family curses on other families, right? Do you realize you could come here and have bad luck because of something that happened 400 years ago? That's not fair. No, I know, but I'm reading some really interesting stuff in that and on a deliverance from evil spirits. That one is about um, an actual, oh, uh, a priest doing exorcisms and that stuff is real too so I got some really interesting books I have bought over the years mm, you got some good Halloween stuff there Susie oh yeah oh well you know what here's one I did not know um, it was in one of my 06 books down uh, Captain oh okay I'm going to have to tell you it's a restaurant Daniel Packer Inn yeah okay they have ghosts. Unfortunately, if you go there, it, it, it only happens at night. I guess the ones that work there clean up time and everything. No, well, they have wonderful they the food there. I know that. All yes. the goings on after dark. Mm-hmm. That was one I did not know about. But there's a lot of them, like Lighthouse and Shaw's Mansion, um, and another Monte Cristo College. Cottage, it's down in New London. New London does have a lot of ghosts because in London's very goodness. Old. We're very popular with ghosts in this community. Oh, yeah, New London, definitely. Oh, yep. so, so that's where um, they all hang I out. I've come across any other, but yeah, that Carol Ma- Matsumoto, Matsumoto. Captain Grant. I think I did not know all that stuff went on. Well, when I get off the air today, so thanks for that. Okay. I'm going to call her. Appreciate it. Hi, welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, how you doing today? Hey, okay, thank you. Hey, you and my buddy Ray, you're always talking about your oil tanks. Now you're going to call and you're going to fill it. You guys should play a game. Take a piece of chalk, mark the level of the tank, mm-hmm. and the date and the price, and then compare it to like six months from now when it's double or tripled. Uh, I'm sure Ray would get a kick out of that one. 
I was so excited last night. I went into the um, cellar, and my oil's not half down yet, so it's good. I didn't make the phone call. I was going to, you know, get some oil, but it's not quite half. Oh, you're going to hold off till this cold snap comes. Then you're going to have to get in line. Then I'll get panicky. and uh, cheaper now than later. Probably, huh? You think it hey, could get much uh, worse? The Stonington School Board uh, Board of Education, mm-hmm. uh, they, they voted, I guess, the other day to uh, have the gay flag in the uh, schools. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but uh, I got a feeling today I'm going to take a sheet and, and, and make a flag and, and put it in front of my house. I surrender. A surrender flag? Okay. A surrender flag. Hey, mm-hmm. here's a good one for you. Yes. Why did the turtle cross the street? Why did the turtle cross the street? Now I don't you know. know that he was, one. He was very religious. I don't know why. To get to the shell station. Hey! When he <laughs> found out the price, he went right back. Yeah. Now, one more before I let you go. Okay. Uh, how long would it take to hypnotize Mr. Biden? Well, after what I saw the other night, not much, really. I saw him actually doze during an interview. You just have to say, go to sleep. Mm. Okay, Stu, that's it for the day. All Goodbye. Right, thank you. Everybody wants to be a comedian. Hmm? Very sad. I am very sad, you know, whether you like Joe Biden or not. It's very sad, some of the things he says and some of the things he forgets he says. And uh, this, this is all a dream. Are we all having a dream here? So what is your opinion on that? Talking about the uh, gay pride flag. Or do you have no opinion, or do you care? Stonington votes to allow pride flags back in the classroom. All right. The school board on Tuesday accepted the recommendations of Superintendent Mary Ann Butler that pride flags be returned to classrooms and voted unanimously to approve a resolution allowing teachers to display them again. Somebody had complained about it, and they stopped it, and then they brought the flag back. You may want to give a comment on that. We'll be right back. Fox News commentary. Biden and Powell's are wasting your tax dollars to travel to battleground states ahead of midterms. Yeah, official business. Sure. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Is your small business ready for holiday mailing and shipping? Get ahead of the chaos with Stamps.com, the 24-7 post office you can access anywhere. You'll get major discounts on USPS and UPS rates. And it's easy to compare carriers and rates for the best deals. Sign up at Stamps.com with promo code BUSINESS for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale. That's Stamps.com, promo code BUSINESS. Several weeks, President Joe and his top agency lackeys have been traveling to battleground states on your dime, billing these thinly veiled election pitches as official government visits. I don't know what's more bizarre, Biden and cabinet thinking they can help Democrats in these tight races or thinking we are dumb enough to believe these jaunts are official business. Let's keep in mind we are footing much of the bill for this. And P.S. Joe has been attending Democrat fundraisers while on these visits. The White House claims each aspect of these trips is separately funded, but the White House also claims inflation is at zero. So odd that transportation 
Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg would have official business in swing states such as Nevada, Ohio, Florida, Minnesota, and Pennsylvania must be a coincidence. You know, I'm sure Republican predecessors have pulled similar political crossovers. Only difference is their presence actually helped candidates. As for Joe, well, good luck. I'm Tommy Laren. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Phil's Clocks and Repairs is a hit. And more people calling, getting their uh, grandfather clocks fixed. Yes, he makes house calls. Dr. Phil can fix your clocks. WICH weather, a little shower activity today. Late day clearing, 67. Tonight, cloudy and uh, fairly mild, 53. Thursday, a home run. Sunshine will be in on Thursday, high 70 degrees. Friday, sunny and cooler. Currently at 67. That's the scoop. This portion of our program is an open topic. So, I don't know, instead of um, all of these things in schools and this and that, and then maybe they should just have a big sign in every classroom. The great phrase of Dr. Martin Luther King, judge people on the content of their character. Maybe that's all we need. Hmm? Or the golden rule. Just let it sink in. The content of their character. Don't judge them on their shoes that they wear. They're short, they're tall, they're thin, they're whatever. The content of their your character. When we're going through all this stuff, meanwhile, academically, we are bombing out in this country. China is way ahead of us. You're on the air. Welcome. Okay, we lost somebody there. Maybe we can get them back. If you choose to call in, you're welcome at 889-5252. If you work remote, Staples has you covered. Stylish office decor to turn my finished basement into a complete workspace solution. Staples has you covered. A desk that's all business, but not too businessy. Staples has you covered with remote workspace solutions. And now at Staples, save 25% on all desks, storage and filing products, chair mats, lighting, decor, and desk accessories when you buy a chair. Explore solutions for your remote workspace at Staples. The Working and Learning Store ends 1029. In-store only. Exclusions apply. Keep in mind that this program, all opinions are welcome. You don't have to agree with me. That's okay. It's all right. You can give your opinion because that's what it should be all about in this country, to speak your opinion. As I've said for many, uh, many months now, I think we're losing that. People have given their opinions and have lost their jobs. I don't mean an opinion to hurt somebody, like a, a political opinion or this or that. we got to do something about that. All right, let's uh, take a look at some news items. You heard about uh, putting that uh, flag back in the school, the pride flag. Okay. 
After a brief discussion, the board voted to approve a resolution that allows flags to be displayed in classrooms and requires the district to review and update policies to ensure that they prohibit LGBTQ discrimination and to work with the teachers' union to ensure that these same policies are reflected in future contracts within 30 days. Is it necessary? I don't know. You can make the call on this program, give your opinion on that or anything else. And uh, we're getting closer to the midterms. Have you watched any of the debates? Do you have any uh, comment on those? Some of the debates, debates have been carried and others are not. But you always get the sound bites if you miss any of that. As our state senator, Heather Summers is delivering results for Eastern Connecticut and challenging the status quo in Hartford. Fighting for our families, Heather Summers worked across party lines to pass a $600 million tax cut, stood with police to keep our communities safe, and defended parents' rights in our schools. Fighting for lower taxes, Summers successfully eliminated retirement taxes for seniors, expanded the child tax credit, repealed the tax on medical centers, and paused Connecticut's gas tax. Fighting for affordable, high-quality health care, Heather Summers passed a landmark plan to combat the opioid epidemic, helped ensure first responders with PTSD get the care they need, and passed solutions to expand access to care for women. Heather Summers is fighting for our families, for lower taxes, and to deliver results for us. I'm Heather Summers, candidate for state senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by Heather Summers for state senate, Constantine Adipos, treasurer. Stu Breyer with you, WICH, welcome. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Um, I, I probably shouldn't say this, but I know that they don't fly, uh, they don't have the Confederate flag anymore in the South, right? I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe some places or some people have it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I haven't seen it when I go there, but um, so many uh, soldiers from both sides, the Union and the, the, the Confederate, I mean, they died. I mean, I've been down to Gettysburg and all through there, and you would think that the Southern people would have the right to use that flag. I mean, it, it shows a lot of terrible things that happened down there, but uh, I'm not too happy about the proud flag. I don't think they really need it. What has that got to do with reading, writing, and arithmetic? I think we all know that we can, um, uh, we don't have to discriminate, we shouldn't anyways, against anybody. And if anybody does that in class, um, you know, they shouldn't put up with it. No bullying allowed. No. So, I mean, I, I was, when I first read it, I, I was happy that they were going to take it out of there. Um, I don't think, I just think some, I mean, do they have it at the courthouse? I mean, I, I don't I know. I don't think so. You know, it's interesting I, some of the things they're doing in school, you know, some classes in schools, they don't have a problem at all with these things, and they just keep introducing it. And if there's no problems, I don't get it. But maybe there are. Hmm? I, uh, golly, I have uh, known many, I've known many different uh, type of genders, and um, uh, they seem like good people to me. 
I don't bother well, of course, them. They don't not, bother me. Just like everybody um, else, they're good, and then some are not so good. Doesn't right, matter I mean, what what religion right. or what your sexual preference is. No, you judge no. people on uh, their character. Simple. I just don't think it belongs in the school system. You know, personally, I I'm probably wrong. I mean, I'm I'm from the old way, you know, and back in the day. Uh, I mean, I don't think anybody of any uh, uh, race should be uh, hurt or beat up or any of that. That that's totally wrong. Of course, and that should they should be incarcerated. Right, exactly. Um, what else can I say? I, well, there's a lot of things. Well, you know, I understand there were times when there was such disgusting prejudice against gay oh, people. Yeah. What they went through, but oh, now we're in a different time, and if things are better. You know, why keep bringing it up? If there is a problem, I, I want it to be addressed immediately. Right. But if right. there's not a problem now, because we have made, hopefully, a lot of uh, accomplishments in that area and realize how stupid it was, the way yeah. pe- some people were treated. But yeah, you know, it seems to have gone right. a little bit overboard. Mm. I, uh, there are a lot of things that are going on that I, uh, I just don't approve of and... Okay. My mom had taught us kids, keep your ears and eyes open and your mouth shut. And if you don't have anything good to say, don't say it at all. But, I mean, golly, it, it, it's, I don't know, it just doesn't seem right. The okay. more they make of it, Stu, the worse it gets. You know, um, well, now things are, you know, and, and many pe- gay people are upset with what's happening in the uh, people who their kids are going to these... Uh, Places where guys are women and women are guys, and you know, and mm-hmm. just not necessary. I mean, if you're going to no. do that, and you're an adult, fine. But what are you introducing kids to it? Let them grow up a little bit, huh? I mean, don't you think they need? Well, I think they need to go out and play hopscotch and <laughs> jump rope and marbles, uh, dominoes, all these things. Uh, one other thing that bothers me: they're not teaching cursive. Um, oh, really? I, I really don't. You no, know, they don't teach cursive in the schools no more. Well, whatever works, I guess. Yeah, but don't <clears> you... I mean, the, let's say the John Hancock signature. That's a beautiful signature. So this is awful naughty of me. So what is Biden doing? Printing or writing an X? When he's writing all these things, is he using cursive? I don't know, but, but he, he can be very scary. Listen, oh, I was so worried, Stu, the other night. When he was oh, sleeping? His, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I was so worried. This is the most but important person in the world, our president. And uh, it's just, I mean, it's almost incomprehensible. Listen, I, I got to tootle along, but thank you. Thank you, Stu. Appreciate Bye-bye. your opinions. Yeah. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Uh, yes, I was calling to voice my opinion. I heard some of the callers making reference to... Um, the gay and lesbian and uh, flag being removed from the school. I'm in total opposition to that. I'm going to tell you what happened to me when I was in high school. Okay, it is and back in the school, but go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what happened was um, we went up to school and they used to be bullying these two individual students we had in high school, and we used to back them up. And they said that we were sympathizers because they were our friends. And they said, well, they're such and such, and they called them homosexual. They said, so what difference does it make? They're our friends. If they love a guy, that's who they feel and trust 
that they love, just like I have, we have girlfriends. We love them. Well, that's an intelligent way to look at it, obviously. That's the way I still feel as an adult. So just lately, I went to the doctor's office, and they have a flag up there where they expect, uh, receive and help people for medical. So what happened to be was two people, it was a male, two got men coming in holding hands like a man and a woman was would be talking and laughing so looks up and this person looks up older guy and he says jesus and not well, well people say and they use christ's name in vain mm-hmm. i'm not going to sit next to you freak you homos they said well that's weak so, mm-hmm. and it may it hurt me one of the guy well, i guess got emotional and broke down and myself they looked at me they were surprised some of the woman then it wasn't until I intervened and I told the guy to shut his mouth that I was in the military and we're fighting for everybody's rights to express who they are, what they are, how they speak, how they walk. And uh, as me fight for people's rights as a military member, you don't have the right to dictate as to what they want to express themselves, whatever. And I says, if you don't want, if you don't want to sit next to them, I says, get up, take my seat, and I went and sat next to those the two guys. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'd proud to say you do it. I says, and he says, and the guy says to me, and he pushed us. You don't want to push it with me, little man. I says, I have a girlfriend, but I have friends that I socialize. My girlfriend and my other friends have girlfriends. We socialize and have picnics with gay and lesbian people. We don't judge them on what they do behind the closed doors like they don't judge us. What we do with my what my girlfriend and I does. Get over it. So this was in the doc this was in the doctor's office? Yep, I'll tell you where it was. Well that's okay, but um It was in Norwich, I won't identify uh, it, but okay. it was in Norwich, close to where your location is. Well it's uh, bizarre to hear these things in a doctor's office. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they call the security and they tell the guy that if he didn't shut his mouth, that he's going to have, they were going to call the security. They did. Security said that they would call, have the police department come and remove him. Mm-hmm. And I says, all right, like that. But that was the end of it. Well, when uh, taking the flags out of the thing, I don't see any problem with having the flag in, in the school. What's the big deal? Okay, I was looking for opinions, and I'm glad you called with yours. All right, thank you. You're have welcome. A good day. Sitting in the uh, waiting for your uh, checkup. Gee, we're all the same. We uh, we all get sick like everybody else. Have to go to the doctor's office. So I guess we are all the same, aren't we? Two minutes before eleven at WICH. Don't get me starting started on bullying. Ooh, there's no three strikes and you're out in bullying. Bullying that would be one with me. No one should be bullied. All right. Let's, uh, we got a couple of minutes before 11. Let's get this uh, call in here. Welcome, you're on the air. Hi. Good morning. Speak to me, Good please. Good morning. Good yeah. morning. I know the Hi. news is going to come on, but I just have one thing to say. I have a couple of minutes. Go uh, ahead. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am a mother. Yeah. I am a mother of a gay man. And I don't of a gay man, and I don't think the flags have to be uh, in the schools. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence on that. I mean, uh, anything that uh, divides people, and that is uh, like making their different, putting the flag, you know, irritates me, just like critical race theory. I want everybody right. to be the same and everybody together. I just, yes. I, I, I really don't think, and I'm going to make a point of asking my son about that today, too. Yeah, ask him. But I, I really, myself, I do not, there's no need for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And not that I'm ashamed of it or any of that sort, but I, I just, there's no need. That's the way I feel. All right. Thank you so much for your, uh, okay. your opinion on that. You know, this is a really good subject, and uh, if you want to participate in it, it's absolutely free. Um, give me a call after the news. The content of one's character. Is that so hard? That's how you judge people. Just think of all the friends we could have had if we didn't prejudge people. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. Let's get to the news and uh, we'll get to. Thank you for joining us as always. 67 degrees, it's now 11 o'clock. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. They are hitting the campaign trail hard. The candidates heading down the home stretch to Election Day. Several key debates last evening, including in Pennsylvania, where Republican Mehmet Oz and Democrat John Fetterman are vying for a U.S. Senate seat. Fetterman taking heat for his fracking flip-flop, which was highlighted during last night's showdown. You're saying tonight that you support fracking, that you've always supported fracking, but there is that 2018 interview that you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. So how do you square the two? Uh, I, I, I do support fracking, and I don't, I don't, I support fracking, and I stand, and I do support fracking. Fetterman, who suffered a stroke, did appear to have problems expressing himself at times. For his part, Dr. Oz says it's time to change the tone of the national debate. Washington keeps getting it wrong with extreme positions. I want to bring civility, balance, all the things that you want to see, because you've been telling it to me on the campaign trail. And by doing that, we can bring us together in a way that has not been done of late. The crucial midterms now just 13 days away. Ratcheting up tensions with the West, Russian President Putin overseeing drills involving his country's strategic nuclear forces. Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shoigu says the drills are intended to simulate a massive nuclear strike by Russia in retaliation for a nuclear attack on Russia. As a part of the exercise, TU-95 bombers also launched cruise missiles at practice targets. And that's correspondent Charles Della Desmond. Stocks are mixed on Wall Street right now. The Dow is up 231 points. On the NASDAQ Composite Index, trading 75 points lower. And the S&P 500 Index up by 6 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a 
sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. A high-level meeting of three allies on the Korean Peninsula. For months, the U.S., South Korea and Japan have been warning that the North is ready to conduct its seventh nuclear test and promising they'll respond with force never seen before. What this response will be, they won't say. But this meeting was their chance to send a warning to North Korea that a test won't be tolerated. Though privately, officials admit their options to punish North Korea are limited, with both China and Russia expected to veto more sanctions at the UN. The BBC's Jean McKenzie. The Chinese city of Shanghai starting to administer a COVID vaccine delivered by an inhaler. It appears to be a world first. The vaccine, a mist taken through the mouth, being offered for free as a booster dose for previously vaccinated people, that according to an announcement on an official city social media account. News and analysis, townhall.com. It was not the big one, but it was unsettling nonetheless. 5.1 earthquake that shook Northern California the other day. The quake rattled the San Francisco Bay Area just before noon, causing delays of some commuter trains, but no reports of major damage. The U.S. Geological Survey said the quake was centered 12 miles east of San Jose at a depth of about 4 miles. The area's hill country about 40 miles southeast of downtown San Francisco. A 3.1 aftershock followed about five minutes later. Veteran California seismologist Lucy Jones told TV station KNTV that the quake happened on the Calaveras Fault, one of eight major faults in the Bay Area. I'm Norman Hall. Los Angeles police investigating whether a recording that captured city council members' racist remarks was made illegally. Disclosure of the recording earlier in the month unleashing a citywide scandal weeks before Election Day. More on these stories, townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. All opinions are welcome on this program at 895252. Don't forget the 860 if you are in Madrid. It is uh, five minutes after 11. Someone holding. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Good morning, sir. Keep your hands off that thermostat. I'm not going near it. <laughs> hey, Stu, when you and I went to school, there was one flag in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And every morning we got up and we said the Pledge of Allegiance to it. And we sang, My Country Tis of Thee. That's correct. And I don't even believe there's an American flag in the classroom anymore. Why would you need a gay flag? You're probably right. I really don't know. Maybe somebody can tell us if they do have an American flag in the classroom, but uh, these days I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and one, one other thing. I watched uh, the Oz and Fetterman uh, debate last night, mm-hmm. and uh, well, Larry was right. It was, it was pretty pathetic. Ooh, uh, yeah. I don't know why they even put that guy on the stage to begin with, but if that... If he does win Pennsylvania, Fetterman, 
obviously it isn't because of the uh, person, it's because of the party. Yeah, I would say so at this particular time. Because uh, one uh, other thing, mm-hmm. one other thing too. Uh, yesterday, you and another caller were discussing Fetterman and Oz, and I kind of got the impression that you guys didn't care for Oz. I don't know. I, I used to watch his program, and I liked it. And I just not a big fan of his. Certainly, if I had to pick between the two, I would certainly go with him because uh, some of his ideas I think will make us in better shape. But um, I don't know. You know, I, well, I would have liked somebody else to run. That's all. How really, about you? I mean, he see, I mean, obviously, he seemed to make more sense than uh, Betterman. No doubt about that, yeah. Right, right. All right, well, don't forget to pledge allegiance to the flag, and uh, you have yourself a good day and stay away from that thermostat. Is that still allowed to pledge allegiance to the flag? Can we still do that? I don't even know, to right. be honest with you. Well, maybe we can find out. Thank you. Have a good day. I think if Dr. Oz gets elected, everybody in this country should get free vitamins. They're expensive. I used to watch Dr. Oz occasionally, and one day he'd talk about this and that, and I man, and I'd go to the health food store and I'd say, man, that stuff is expensive. You know, we have a discount vitamin day, perhaps. Eight minutes after 11, do you take vitamins? What are you taking? What do you think's good? Hi, welcome, you're on the air. No, you're not. Somebody with a hang-up? Get help for that. How's the weather? We'll get the weather shortly. You're on the air, welcome. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, there was also another flag I remember in our classrooms. What was that? Connecticut. A Connecticut flag? State of Connecticut. Oh, okay. I mean, I remember because I, you know, went to school in Connecticut, and there was, uh, of course, the American flag, which we uh, saluted every morning, Mm -hmm. and also um, the state of Connecticut, the blue flag with the big gold emblem. Well, I was, uh, you know, grew up in Boston. All I can remember is the American flag. Well, that's, yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Like I said, the American flag was uh, number one. And then, um, like I said, uh, I remember in some classes when I was in grade school and that was the um, state of Connecticut flag. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sure nobody really objected to that because you. No, it was. I remember uh, John Dempsey was the governor. Mm-hmm. So. Did you do all the my uh, country tis of these stuff before oh, you? Oh God, yeah. 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 What else did we do? I'm trying to think. We had a little prayer session. I know that. Um, that was probably about it. Yep, but I mean, back then things were a little more, uh, not as, uh, what do you call it, as um, tactical as they are now. Everybody making a debate on everything. Yeah, and then they've gone overboard with it. I oh, mean, God, certainly, yeah. uh, you know, everybody has a right if they didn't want to say a prayer, or they did, you know, that's that's fine. Yep. All right, sir, thank you. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Oh, hey, Stu. Turnover Tuesday's coming, November 8th. That came into my head this morning. What's coming November 8th? Midterms. Turnover Tuesday. So maybe it's really going to happen. Turnover Tuesday? I thought we were... Okay. Well, I mean changing from... I don't know what's going to happen. Democrat to dominant Republican. I don't know. I don't know. I never get cocky about anything. Well, I 
I don't know. I, I always get up and read my Bible, and I'll do all religious stuff in the morning, and that came into my head. Call it Turnover Tuesday. And yeah, we always did the Pledge of Allegiance. You know that Red Skelton skit where he did it? You should play that today. I play it a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, that one, I got the Pledge of Allegiance on my wall, and I know why they won't put it up or do it anymore, because it says One Nation Under God. And they don't want to say that. And here's another thing. I want people to think about this. You know how they demanded to take the Native American theme off of high schools, you know, with the chief or the Indian with the feather in it, you know, mm -hmm. that, that kind of stuff. You can't call it blah, 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 chiefs anymore, redskins or anything. Okay. Well, they already did cancel culture on Native Americans, but yet... In New York City, on the street, in front of Trump Towers, and in the front of the White House, they put Black Lives Matter. And now we can have the gay pride flag, but you cannot have a Native American as a mascot. And I think that is wrong. Number one... Well, first of all, I'd have to ask Native Americans what they feel is offensive. I don't see anything offensive about chiefs. No. Chief it, doesn't seem uh, offensive to me. It's respect for them and their <clears throat> strengths, you know, because they were here first. We know that. And their ways, they love the land, they respected the animals, and, and all of everything. Everything was sacred. But you have to understand, in the early days, in movies, etc., they, uh, they were mocking uh, Native American people and Indians. They were, you know, giving them, stereotyping them. Well, if you watch some of the John Wayne ones, when he was a cavalry officer and he went and sat down with them, he had the highest respect for them as a cavalry officer. There's a lot of Fort Sill mentioned in a lot of his later movies. And he told somebody, if you ever touch Chief so-and-so, uh, I will do this to you. Because he really did have respect for them. You know, the elders. I do, too. The ones that really believe the land and the animals are sacred. I love I those kinds. I respect and, anyone who's a good person, that's all. And I was, I am insulted that they took them off because I feel it's cancel culture. So they could put Black Lives Matter out in front of everybody. And you know the thing about them doing the thing to little kids with the gender garbage and, and chop it off or give mm -hmm. them puberty-blocking drugs? You know those off, ones yeah. that are doing those stupid drag book readings at libraries that are perverting little kids' minds? Well, you know what? <clears throat> How come them men still have appendages? They ought to make them chop them up. It's a good thing this is not the 1700s. Because um, I'm pilgrim, whatever. And if those kind of things are going on back then, those people would have been hung. They would have put in a stocks and whipped. Well, okay, let's... I mean, um, hey, they would have been. I'm talking about colonial... So a lot, of things, have, a lot of things, things have gotten better, on. and some things have not gotten better. So we could, you know... Put one on one side and the other. I got, I got to go, Sue, but thank you. Um, these uh, gender operations with young people, I'm totally against them. You should be old enough 
to make your own decision on that. But now when they get little kids involved in it, that's, in my opinion, that's disgraceful. Let them grow up a little bit, and if they want to make that decision later, fine. Well, let me take this call before the break. A lot of things to talk about. Welcome, you're on the air. Yeah, hi. So I live in Griswold and right next to the school system, and then every morning, uh, the Griswold M- Middle School, I'm sure the others do it too, they have over the loudspeaker, I pledge allegiance to the flag. Oh, that's wonderful to hear. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, that's great, you know, you know, and then, uh, you know, with this uh, flag stuff, uh, you know, if you're gay, you're this, you're that, so what? You don't have to put a flag up and say, I'm this and I'm that. I mean, now, if the heterosexuals did it, or if I'm a white person, uh, they get hung for it, you know? I mean, you are what you are, and, and, and don't exploit it. See, but you're the type of person that... Uh doesn't prejudge people. There are still, unfortunately, not as many as uh, we used to have, but uh, they prejudge people, and of course I think they're dead wrong, and that's why we have some of these situations. Yeah, I was listening to uh, a couple guys before in, in, in the doctor's office, and yeah. uh, they should have arrested that, 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 that guy who came in and uh, said what he said. You know? Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, of course, People don't want to get physical in a doctor's office, but uh, Uh, if he was overdoing it, then policemen should have just had him leave. Uh, It was just terrible. It was awful to be sitting there waiting to see a doctor and have to listen to that garbage, huh? Yeah. You know, and then I I, I always said, which I I guess I'm sorry, uh, if a person looks like a jerk, 90% of the time they usually are. I mean, you know where I'm, where I'm going with that, probably, you know. Well, if he acts like a jerk, I don't know, looks like some people just... Well, you know. yeah, you know, but I mean, sometimes, you know, you can just look at a person and say, geez, and then when he, when he starts to talk and all that, he he acts like he looks, you know. Is that stereotyping? Yeah, that's prejudging, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, thank you. All right, buddy. Let me uh, check the weather for you, and then we'll get right back with more calls. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Partial late-day clearing is possible. 67 for the high, a fairly mild night tonight in the mid-50s. A beautiful day tomorrow, sunny and 70. And more sunshine on Friday, albeit a cooler day with a high of 58 expected. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. 68 degrees. We'll get to some more calls in just a moment. 889-5252-WICH. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Throws up top. And he caught it. And he's in the end zone. Oh, what a play. This Saturday, the Huskies renew their rivalry with Boston College. And caught in the end zone in a corner. What a catch. Touchdown, Yukon. Our coverage begins at 1030 a.m. on your home for Yukon football. Catch all the action of Yukon football all season long on 94.5 and 1310 a.m. WICH in Norwich. Do you have questions about Medicare? The agents at Jane Ryan Insurance in Colchester are your local experts. Hello, I'm Jeremy Doyle from Jane Ryan Insurance Group in Colchester. We're a full service.
service insurance agency, but we specialize in Medicare. If you're turning 65 or planning your retirement in the next year, Jane Ryan Insurance is the place to start. When a client reaches out to us for help with Medicare, we really do walk them through the process, hold their hand through the whole thing. Lots of people think their situation is unique, but we've probably seen it before. Some of the frequent ones we get are, I'm still working, I'm turning 65, do I need to sign up for Medicare? Overall, Jane Ryan Insurance cares about helping you get the policy that is right for you. Confused people make poor choices. We like to guide people in the direction that's best for them, not necessarily best for us. You've got Medicare questions and Jane Ryan has answers. Jane Ryan Insurance Group on South Main Street in Colchester. Get started at janeryaninsurance.com. We do not offer all plans in your area. Any information we provide is limited to those plans we do offer in your area. Please contact medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all of your options. Miranda Devine will be my guest tomorrow morning. She writes for the New York Post. She has a book called The Laptop from Hell. Tomorrow, Miranda Devine, very interesting person. You're on the air. Welcome. The word from unity. Hi, Stu. Hi. Hey, do you, do you ever remember in the early 80s and late 70s, they used to have a like an infomercial for a minute on TV called The Word from Unity? No. It was they. There's this uh, religious organization in uh, around Lee Summit, I guess, Missouri, around St. Louis, and they would pick a word and they would give the definition of the word, and you know, usually good words, and tell what the word really means. And uh, it made me think in uh, New London, almost to Connecticut College. If you're going north, there on the west side of Route 32, but right across the street from there, on the east side of Route 32. There's entrance to a driveway, and I remember seeing that for a lot of years. And had, you know how like on the old West ranches they had a little thing over the driveway before you drive in, with its name, mm-hmm. like T T Steak Ranch. But right there, they have one in that location, or at least I'm sure it's still there because it was beautiful metal, iron, and it said Unity. And I didn't know if anybody's ever driven by there. The, the lady that advertises for Schwab Shop in Quaker Hill. I believe it's just quite near Quaker Hill. Um, but anyway, I was thinking about having a vegetable of the day. Since we talk a lot about eating good... You want a vegetable of talk, the day. Well, All right. What is yeah, your vegetable of the day? vegetable and then figure it out at a time. <laughs> so what is yours? Well, I'm thinking of uh, the garlic. Garlic, huh? Yeah. Yeah, garlic for today, and I'm thinking that uh, I've read a lot about it, and there was one of those little pamphlets that you buy for like 59 cents in the grocery store um, right before the register about it, so I read that. Garlic is one of the six ingredients of certain types of foods that helps blood pressure go low. I have heard that. Well, I have heard yeah. that. The only thing is, if you if you get it for that, make sure... You check your blood pressure. It doesn't go too low if you're already on blood pressure medicine. Mm-hmm. Even even the herbs, you know, they can overdo something if you already have something to help. You know, I hear these things through the years, and uh, then they say no, then they say yes, and certainly everybody would like their blood pressure lower. They don't want it to be too low. Maybe it makes your blood pressure uh, lower because uh, because when you have garlic, nobody wants to hang around with you, and you have less stress. Yeah, that's, that could be true. I remember my mother used to put uh, a couple of cloves of garlic around our little dog when I was a kid. Maybe the other dog smelled it, and they, she didn't catch their fleas that way. Oh. Um, hmm. And I heard garlic. They call it, it they call garlic in uh, the Eastern world uh, Russian penicillin. 
And what that means is it's not the actual medication, but by eating garlic, it, um, it, it helps the, inside people's bodies, it helps them um, get the penicillin to, to produce it, and that's what helps, um, you know, in fighting uh, diseases or viruses and stuff. And one, one strange thing, usually if something is eaten fresh and cold, just pick it, you wash it, you eat it. But with garlic, the funny thing is that um, if, if you, uh, you know, get a nice fresh clove and cut it up in the little bits, take the stem out of the center because that's a little bitter um, of each clove. And the weird thing is it's actually better for people and more healthy if you do cook it. It brings out some kind of special... Um, well, you've done a lot of research there, buddy, huh? Yeah, and I'm just going by memory. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, listen, I... You know, so if we study one of these every day. It's not just me. If somebody mm-hmm. comes up with the vegetable of the day, I, you know, we might figure them out. One thing I found out from my doctor, I said, well, I don't, maybe not, don't get enough iron. Should I start eating spinach? And he said, in the old days, it would be good, but the way they grow and mass produce spinach at farms, not on little gardens around here, but in farms... All the nutrients from the soil are used up, so even fresh spinach off the... So what did he tell you to... What did he say was good for your iron? Uh, He said uh, to take a multivitamin that includes iron. Mm -hmm. It's not too much, because you're not supposed to get too much, so um, that's what I started doing. But first I thought of the natural way, and so I'm glad he told me that, because all the... On these mass-grown things um, out of vegetables. You know, you can drive yourself bonkers with that. I mean, I still think spinach is a good thing to eat. But, I mean, uh, especially look at Popeye. garden where it hasn't a farm year after year, mm-hmm. that, that's, it's way better than anything else. But that, that's the difference. You know, it, doesn't, it has the nutrients in the soil. It isn't used up. Well, you're, uh, you're getting some good research uh, for us, buddy. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Stu. I remember when I was a kid, I didn't want to eat any vegetables. Now I like vegetables because, you know, you could make them a little tastier with things you do with them. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. How you doing? All right. Thank you. Good. Uh, the guy, the caller, a couple of callers back that talked about somebody that looks like a jerk. You know, I, I agree with them. I've seen many. Okay. But one sticks in my mind. This was back probably middle night. Uh, it was around the time of the lottery, you know, and they had a big jackpot like they do now. So uh, I left work. I used to ask my wife, you know, do you want anything? Want me to pick up anything? So she said, yeah, pick up a bottle of wine and pick up a couple of lottery tickets. Never mm-hmm. played the lottery. Mm-hmm. So I used to stop at this little package store. I knew the owner and I knew her father. And I used to stop in there occasionally and six pack of beer or something. Why? So I stopped in and there was a, a lot. Probably eight or nine people. Everybody had something. You know, either something small. Well, this one guy was second in line and he went up to the, the owner of the cash and he had two 12 packs of beer, one under each arm. Mm-hmm. That wasn't unusual. No. However, you know, he had a hard hat on and it was, he wore it backwards. Mm-hmm. And he was just kind of, I don't, 
kind of slovenly, I guess you call it. And uh, he paid the, the lady with a $100 bill. Wow, a rich jerk. Mm-hmm. So then he announces, give me the change in quick picks. <laughs> oh. you know, so that would have been like 80 quick picks or so. And she said, well, can you step aside? I'll, I'll get to you. And he started swearing at her. Oh, no, well, he, well, he was a jerk. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So immediately the line disappeared, including me. <laughs> the hell with the line. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, but, but that was just this guy. Another guy could have said the same apparel and been sweet as pie. You know and, that. Well, maybe. I don't know. But it, it fit. And when I heard that, I thought of that guy. And I have seen some things that you just look at them and, you know, you get a sense of feeling about this guy, you know. So I, that's just my opinion. All right. Okay. Thank you for your opinion. All right. The question is, in case you just tuned in, what does a jerk look like? I remember uh, I was driving a car, and um, it was pretty well dented in. And, I, you know, at the time, I didn't want to, you know, get it fixed and all that jazz. And some people would say, how can you drive that car? What's kind of an impression? To you? The car drove okay, you know? It's just prejudging me because I was driving a dented car. Let's take a short break. I want to get to some more calls. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit MAD.org. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Do you have a list of the medications you're allergic to in your wallet? I'll be right back to discuss how important it is to do this. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore, store has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Here are the statistics about sudden death caused by allergic reaction. 6.7% is caused by food, 15% by venom, 19% by unspecified causes, and 5% caused by allergic reactions to medication. The most common culprits being antibiotics, radio contrast agents, and chemotherapy drugs. Make sure your doctor and pharmacist have on file a complete list of your drug allergies and carry a copy with yourself, too. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a HealthMart pharmacy. We're here for your health. And we're here for this call. You're on the air. Welcome. 
I was wondering if you could please play a song called What About Us by Pink. Thank you. What, a, what About Us by Pink. Hmm. Haven't heard about Pink in a while. Fine singer. All right, I have one open line for the first time. We've got a lot of subjects. If you want to, you know, agree or disagree with some of the things, give us your point of view. By the way, and if you're into the lottery, I think it's um, $700 million. Is that all? Okay. $700 million lottery. Seems like we've had bigger ones these days, huh? Everybody likes to think, what would I do with all that money, hmm? Will it make us happy? Some people win that money are not happy. Some are deliriously happy, though. Welcome, you're on the air. Good after- Good morning, how are you? Hey, good, thanks. Uh, well, I was commenting on a couple of quick things. The iron-rich foods that uh, Mark was talking about. Uh, oh, yeah. The um, mm-hmm. beans or apricots or some of the soy products, tofu, tempeh, um, spinach, and uh, seeds and nuts, and dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. No, there's one I like. So you can have a piece of chocolate every night and get yourself some iron. I know growing up they used to say liver was good for uh, iron. It could have been, yeah. yeah. I'd ha- I used to eat that long ago, liver and onions. Uh, they used to sell right. that a lot at different restaurants. And, I know, I don't see that days. anymore in restaurants. Mm. I thought maybe if you could uh, play, remember that song, Don't Laugh at Me? Yeah, I was thinking about that today. Um, yeah, I want to play that. Mm-hmm. It kind of fits with That's some of the things we're talking about. Right. I thought maybe it's two people. I know there's one gentleman that sings it, but I also know Peter, Paul, and Mary sing it, too. Hmm. Yeah, thanks for reminding me about that. I, I think I will play that very soon. Mm-hmm. That would be good. Go um, to show, yeah, go well, ahead. You, you, okay, well, um, I'm off on the direction, so I'll have to talk to you another time. All right. Good to hear from you. Take care. Good. good uh, have a good day. You, too. Don't laugh at me, huh? That was a great anti-bullying song. I know I've got it here somewhere. We'll find it for you. Dear Norwich citizens, hi, this is Mike Galtieri. I've lived in Norwich going on 65 years. Born, raised, educated, and employed here. The extreme policies coming out of Hartford has contributed to the highest inflation rate in 40 years and an alarming increase in violent crime. Join me in voting for a better future. Vote Pietro Rocchi Camardella for the State Senate, 19th District. My name is Pietro Rocchi Camardella, and I have approved this message. Pay for by Rocky for CT19. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Okay, we talked a little bit about bullying and prejudice earlier, and uh, there's still some people that don't get it. You know, they think they're superior to other people because of how they look, because of their religion, and all this jive. So we're all trying to stay afloat. You know what I mean? Got to look out for each other. So Peter, Paul, and Mary had a song. It was also a, a country hit song as well, and This would be a good time to play it, and then we can get back to more of your calls if you like. It's called Don't Laugh at Me. I'm a little boy with glasses 
the one they call a geek A little girl who never smiles Cause I got braces on my teeth And I know how it feels To cry myself to sleep I'm that kid on every playground Who's always chosen last A single teenage mother trying to overcome my past You don't have to be my friend But is it too much to ask? Don't laugh at me Don't call me names Don't get your pleasure from my pain In God's eyes we're all the same Someday we'll all have perfect wings Don't laugh at me song, Peter, Paul, and Mary. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Phil. Good morning. Uh, I missed most of your program. Oh, morning. we had such a good I, time. I went to a coffee shop, a veteran's coffee shop. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and uh, I uh, I went over to Tapville and tried to pick up a Wall Street Journal. They didn't have one of those over there. Mm-hmm. So I picked up a New York Times. All right. And there's a big article in there about Mr. Biden and his visit to Saudi Arabia. All that right. was a big screw-up on his part. <clears throat> did they say that in the Times? Basically, basically yes, mm. they did. Okay. They said that he was... I, uh, I, I used to say some of those stupid things that you were talking about this morning when I was half drunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, now that you're but, no drunk, you're fine. No, no, yeah. Well, Mr. Biden made an ass of himself when he went to Saudi Arabia. He tried to talk to this young man who runs a country over there. Uh, he told, called him an AAA one time, 
mm-hmm. and basically uh, missed the. Well, I know they didn't like him. Saudi uh, Arabia mm-hmm. uh, screwed him over. You can't call one of these monarchs stupid and. No, and they don't forget those. They don't forget like those things. I'm not saying that they're perfect, but bring you anything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we were an exporter of oil prior to this knucklehead inauguration. We actually exported oil several years ago. Now, Mr. Biden has reduce the flow of oil in this country, not not coming in from Saudi Arabia, in this country. And we pay the price every time we go to the gas station. Now, if we have two more years of this guy, uh, we'll all be in poverty. And Well, it's going to hit us most uh, during the heating season, for sure. <clears throat> yes. The people of Europe now have enough gas to heat their homes. That was also in the New York Times. They have enough gas. I don't know. I know. I, I, this country. I read that there's uh, there are a lot of problems around the world as well. So I don't know. So listen, how was the veterans meeting? Okay. Very good. Very good. But. Uh, they keep trying to take away things from veterans. Take and away? It's the it's the veterans that uh, contribute to this country. What are they trying to take away from the veterans? Well, health care. Who's trying to take that away? I don't understand. Congress. Why would they and do Mr. that? Biden. I, Mr. Biden. Are you sure you're not misconstruing that? No. No, I'm not. Taking health care away from veterans? I might, I might be a little confused this morning, but no, Mr. Biden has basic control over most of these things. He is the president, and he has control, if he'd like, over what his agencies do. Well, I'm not a fan of him, but I, I find that really wild if that's the case. Well, it has been quite a wild and uh, administration, wouldn't you say? Well, we could get in that for a long time. We can talk about that. Well, listen, it's good to hear from you. You sound kind of laid back today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I, I'm not in a, a, a coffee house right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm basically laid back. Yes, you, you're right. Okay. You're very, uh, it's okay to be laid back. That's fine. <laughs> no, I've got to shut my I've got to shut my house down so I can repair some faucets. So All right. you have a good day. You too. too. Thank you. Repairing. I, I'm just envious of people who can fix things. He's repairing some faucets. All right, you're on the air. Welcome. Yeah, I wish I could repair things too. Oh, it's amazing, and some of the things that these people can do. I just, I, I love know, to watch fa- them. My father was like that. He could, yeah. you know, go in and could do pick, a lot of do a lot of different things. They can pick, of all trades. pick up on anything. It's amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah, and the genes didn't come to me. My brother, my brother can fix a lot of things, but not me. Anyway, yes. I, I read an article yesterday, and I can't remember where I read it. <laughs> um, it was probably the New London Day, and they were talking about January 6th, one of our least favorite subjects. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they talked about the election, okay? And by, like, November 10th, right after the election, there were, there's this, um, you know, outlier group. And the head of that group, um, and I, I'm pretty sure I remember his name, but I'm not going to say it because I'm not positive. But anyway, the, he said at that point he planned to go to the Capitol on January 6th and protest violently if necessary. Mm-hmm. So one of the people at that meeting didn't like that, the, the tone. So he called the FBI and let them know. They did nothing. Eventually, the Secret Service were involved, were, were notified. Okay, so going towards January 6th, a couple of weeks prior to that, President Trump um, authorized 20,000 National Guard troops to attend, you know, to be there to protect the Capitol and everything. Um, on that on January 6th. That is true. And Nancy Pelosi and the <clears throat> mayor of whatever her name is, I can't, I you know, mm-hmm. never remember, of Washington, D.C., did not approve it. Okay? So then I read another article, and it was part of a book, and it told, you know, of like firsthand accounts of what it was like there and how they wished that there were more people there, you know, more to stop the protesters and I'm thinking to myself and and then you know like several hours in they want to call in the National Guard and I'm thinking if the National Guard was there maybe this would not have happened no it wouldn't have and so so back to the January 6th committee so they spent I think it was between 70 and 80 million dollars and I don't understand They're, they're in the people that are on it are are being paid by us to serve. So where in God's name did the did that amount of money go? I don't understand. And now they want another thirty four million. Mm-hmm. Where are they spending this money? I want I want somebody to ask Nancy Pelosi why she didn't want to bring in the National Guard. Precisely. I want somebody to ask her. No, I've never seen anybody ask her. They're not going to because they're all Democrats or or Republicans in name only. Um, you know, we've got the two rep- Republicans in name only, and they're, and they're just after Trump. But they won't answer that question. And the fact that the FBI and the Secret Service knew far in advance that this was going to happen. Number one, they could have gone and gotten this, this leader of the troops. I, you know, the leader of the group. They were told his name. They were told about him. Yeah. Now they're going after, you know, like right to life people. They could have gone after the right to violence guy before January 6th and had it held him in custody, and then maybe this stuff wouldn't have happened. Well, there's a lot of things that don't make much sense. Of course, 
it's you know terrible what went in when they went into the Capitol. Terrible, terrible, terrible. But there's still a lot of things surrounding it that don't make a lot of sense with people who were just there and not in the Capitol and um, people who were trying to provoke people who weren't even uh, looked at. Right. Uh, yeah. That, I don't that understand. That was yeah. yeah. He was trying to. He was doing it the night before. He did it that day. I don't remember his name either, but anyway. I will yeah, tell you, no, I will I mean, tell you, um, I will tell you something. It's I'm, the most ridiculous thing. I'm going to tell you something, they, I'm going to tell you one thing right now that most people don't believe or have heard, that no police officer was killed on January 6th that was there. That was all a lie. There was one person killed. And that By was, a police officer, it was one of the protesters right. who was coming in a window. She was unarmed, and he shot her dead. And I've had people say, it. "Oh, three no, policemen were killed." Oh, I want to ask you. You said Miranda Devine. She coming on at one today? Or when? Ten o'clock tomorrow morning. Ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a doctor's appointment. Oh. I love her. I I have the book. You know. Um, Laptop from hell. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think she's writing another one. I mean, there's more in that laptop than, than she addressed in oh, the She's got time. a lot of books, believe me, yeah. Yeah, and um, anyway. Okay, thanks for the uh, call. Too bad. I wish she was coming on today. But All right. anyway, maybe I can record it somehow. Okay, uh, that'd no, be great. It's, on, it's on, on Internet or something? You can get it on our podcast. At the end of the day, uh, uh, it's put on a podcast. Go to WICH.com and link on to Stu's podcast. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay? Well, yeah, okay. So then it'll be the beginning. All right, because I, I, I have no patience to listen to podcasts. Okay, but it'll be right in the okay, beginning. I'll listen to it tomorrow. All right, great. Sounds good. Thank have you. a good day. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi there. I don't know if you got to see the clips of the... Uh, Idiot speaking on TV again yesterday, calling Kamara Harris uh, the president of the United States at least three or four times during his speech. And it's very sad. I, I, it's almost unbearable to watch him yeah. now. You think one of his uh, people are standing on the <laughs> sidelines there with uh, uh, maybe telling that he's a, a president? I know he's not running the show in Washington, D.C., but this is getting pathetic every time he calls her the president. And uh, God help us if that ever took place. Well, I don't think he's uh, going to go for two more years. I really don't. Yeah. I don't and wish him any ill health. He said on, uh, right on national TV, which was, uh, you can decide for yourself whether it was an outright lie because he thinks we're stupid or uh, it was some other reason. But he said, this, this is what he said yesterday. He said that he was talking about the student loans, the $10,000 forgiveness on the loans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw this that. Is what he said, quote unquote, it was a bipartisan uh, effort with some Republicans voting in favor of it. Uh, you know where I'm going with this, right? Yeah, of course. It's, it was a lie. The Congress never voted for this. He did it by executive vote. Larry, you still there? Oh, you're cutting out on me. Okay, call me back, Larry, because uh, your phone is cutting out. Hi, welcome to the program. Uh, yes, could I use the utilized swap shop? Sure, go ahead. Okay, I have for s- t- today for sale a tow behind, or you can push it by hand, uh, a lawn sweeper. I reduced my price substantially. I have a string trimmer. You could use a string trimmer or brush cutter. I reduced the price uh, substantially. I have no use for it. 
Also, I have a trailer that you pull behind the tractor. The price, I reduced that substantially. I want to get rid of it. And also, I have a lawn roller that I was going to try to lower my price substantially. They can call me for the prices at 860-949-8119. All right, my friend. Mm-hmm. Hi, welcome to the program. Good morning. Would you like to make a call? <laughs> Who is that guy with the staticky voice? So, I have time for uh, more calls, if you like. We've covered a lot of areas, haven't we? Wow. Hey, it's a big book sale. A great reason to visit downtown. Bill Kenny's got a nice article about it. As we hear more talk more often of a possible recession... Says, I was wondering when municipalities have less money to spend on programs and services as so often do their citizens. Why is it that public libraries, whose operating hours are usually one of the first things to shrink as the money-saving move, tend to become more popular for those seeking entertainment and information? We got a beautiful library in Norwich. <clears throat> it was like shooting fish in a barrel to find sources to support the level and breadth of which this has been happening across the USA. So there is a big, big book sale going on at Otis Library. Public libraries like Otis, by accident or design, may be the most distinctly iconic symbol of American democracy. Up there with Old Glory and the Bald Eagle. Norwich doesn't have an especially vibrant downtown though there are a lot of individual efforts by small businesses and property owners with more arriving who are doing a good job. So stop by and support the local folks downtown. You'll find some interesting stores and interesting restaurants. And don't forget Otis Library's book sale. It's a big one. You can get wonderful books for very reasonable prices. So check it out at the beautiful oldest library. Maybe you haven't been there in a long time. It's very special, and we're proud to have that in our community. So this portion of our program, we can do a little swapping and selling, or if you want to, you've been holding back on a point of view, by all means, let it rip. You don't have to agree with me talked about the uh, Stonington voters allowing a pride flags back in the classroom. We had some different opinions on that. And we like to get lots of different opinions. So, um, you're familiar with TikTok? See, I wouldn't go on TikTok, although it's so very popular, because, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is something that's started from China. Well, there was a car crash that left four teenagers dead. May have been linked to a TikTok challenge, a police commissioner said. A total of six teenagers were in a speeding, speeding a, a Kia that crashed about 6.30 a.m. Monday. Buffalo police said the car had been reported stolen Sunday. All five of the passengers were ejected from the vehicle. Four of them, ranging in ages from 14 to 17, were killed. The fifth passenger was hospitalized in intensive care, and the 16-year-old driver was treated at a hospital and released. 
The driver was ticketed for criminal possession of stolen property and unauthorized use of motor vehicle. Other charges are expected, a spokesperson said. Buffalo Police Commissioner Joseph Cremaggio told reporters Monday the teens may have been participating in a TikTok challenge that encouraged people to break into Kia cars using cell phone chargers. There's a lot of nasty things going on in TikTok. TikTok, and I'm surprised so many people are involved with it because it uh, comes from not one of our allies, China. You're on the air. Welcome. Why? Oh, I just wanted to could please play "Don't Laugh at Me Again," but by Mark Wills. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I don't know if I have Mark Wills. Uh, you know, I have to do a little research for that. It's a wonderful song. <clears throat> I mean, there's so many things kids can go on. Why do they have to go on TikTok? There are so many of these problems. You know, they get challenges on TikTok, and if they don't have all their marbles. These kids actually go for it and end up hurting someone or hurting themselves. So uh, I don't know how people can keep up with all of these things. Things were very simple. We had a telephone when we were kids. You'd call and say, want to go out and play? (laughs) That was it. And sure, there were bullies in school. There's no doubt about it. We had one in our class. He really wasn't a bad guy, but he was a pain. He was a real pain in the butt. And he used to go around. He didn't discriminate against anybody. And all of a sudden, he would just hit you in the back of the head with a book. You know, and kids would get, you know, he was a big guy. But then when you got to know him, he really wasn't that horrible. But one day I was in a bad mood. And he hit me in the back of the head with a book. And I was carrying about 10 books in my arms. People say, oh, Stu, you never lose your temper. But I did that day, and I happened to belt Lester with about 10 of the books. And he looked at me like, what did you do that for? And because he had a reputation of being the kind of guy that would do dumb things, the teacher who saw me belt him with the books sent him to the principal's office. Of course, he never did it again, but an irritating thing. I was thinking about that when we were talking about bullies. And really, when you get to know Lester, he really wasn't a terrible person, but some of those things he just thought were funny, which, of course, were absolutely not funny. All right, it's, uh, so that's my uh, Lester story for the moment. It's 11.57 at WICH AM and FM. Check out the weather. We're going to get to the news coming up very soon. Of course, nowadays, you hear of people who are bullied and they fight back. And both of the people fighting get charged or thrown out or go to the principal's office. Some of these people are just defending themselves. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Partial late-day clearing is possible. 67 for the high, a fairly mild night tonight in the mid-50s. A beautiful day tomorrow, sunny and 70. And more sunshine on Friday, albeit a cooler day with a high of 58 expected. That's your Channel 3 Early Warning Forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. All right, uh, I still felt sorry for Lester. He really wasn't a terrible guy, but he did some nasty things. But 
Anyway, I have to move along here. On the 30th of this month, 11 a.m., third annual Trunk or Treats, Rocky Neck State Park in East Lyme, Rocky Neck. Everyone that comes to please uh, bring a large bowl of candy. Mmm, candy. Over 100 cars and at least 200 participants last year decorating your trunk is optional, of course. Show up 10 to 15 minutes early to the park. Setup will officially start at 11.15 a.m. There will be a costume contest at the end of the event. Everybody is welcome. Ghosts, goblins, witches, you know, whatever. What else is going on uh, with Halloween? October 30th. 12 to 2, a Halloween parade and magic show. Stonington Borough Fire Department, Main Street. The Halloween parade is back. Stepping off sharp at 12. Magic show starts at 1. Show off those costumes. Let me see some good costumes out there. They got a lot of this is great. Saturday and Sunday, a book sale. The Friends of the Preston Public Library. Route 2 in Preston. From 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Sunday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. The, ha- the sale will be held in the library. And, of course, our Otis Library having a big book sale. You're going to find some very nice treats. Some people who donate books through the years, and they're in good shape. All right, I'll tell you about some more of these things going on for Halloween, and there's a whole bunch of them. But we got to get to the news. Can't avoid it. The news is the news, and they'll let you know what's happening at Town Hall News, and I think they're very fair news that we carry. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. And we're on FM 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. WICH, where Jimmy Falla entertains you with his talk show after the 2 o'clock news. It's noon. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Taking part in the Pennsylvania U.S. Senate race debate, Republican candidate Mehmet Oz, courtesy of News Nation, says states should set their abortion limits. There should not be involvement from the federal government in how states decide their abortion decisions. As a physician, I've been in the room when there's some difficult conversations happening. I don't want the federal government involved with that at all. His opponent, Democrat John Fetterman, says he favors abortion choice. I want to look into the face of every woman in Pennsylvania. You know, if you believe that the choice of your reproductive freedom belongs with Dr. Oz, then you have a choice. But if you believe that the choice for abortion belongs between you and your doctor, that's what I fight for. Fetterman struggled at times to explain his positions. He had suffered a stroke five months ago. The Pennsylvania Senate race running very close. Also at townhall.com, Britain's new Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has faced fresh calls for a general election by the official opposition during the new leader's first question since taking office the day before. During the session, Labour leader Keir Starmer said Sunak has no mandate for government, saying he had been trounced by the former Prime Minister, his predecessor Liz Truss. Sunak replied, Our mandate is based on a manifesto that we were elected on to remind him an election that we won and they lost. On the economic front, the new PM said his government's plans for the economic crisis will be unveiled shortly. Charles Duladesma, London. Stocks off to a big start as big drops in several heavyweight technology stocks weighing on the major indexes. The uh, Dow is down, or ahead rather, 293 points, 
while the NASDAQ is off 25. More at townhall.com. Hi, I'm Al Abaroa, founder of Knight Strategic Wealth. Inflation is a problem, markets are volatile, and the risk of running out of money in retirement is real. That's why I love annuities, and you should too. Your financial advisor doesn't want you to know that with our annuity strategy, when the stock market goes up, you earn a market-linked return that locks in every year, and when the stock market goes down, your annuity won't lose a dime. There are no unnecessary fees, and it works for your investments, money at a brokerage firm, or even money at a bank. It's simple, it's safe, and you should only invest if you learn the facts. And that's why savvy investors work with us. Want to learn more? Text FREE to 833-898-0500, and we'll send our retirement readiness kit directly to your phone right now. If you want to use safe, low-fee annuities to build a retirement portfolio that will go up with the market and never lose money, get our retirement readiness kit today and see how this strategy can help secure your future. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. Rifts between France and Germany dominate a summit involving their leaders, which is underway in Paris. Joint Franco-German cabinet meetings have been a routine for the last 20 years, so the cancellation was seen in France as worryingly symbolic. Chancellor Scholz coming instead for a personal visit to the Elysee is meant to reassure. But there's no hiding the anxiety in Paris about a Germany that appears bent on forging its own path in Europe. Gone the instinct to consult with France at every move. The war in Ukraine, of course, is what's raw the change. Germany's economic and security models are being totally redrawn. BBC correspondent Hugh Schofield. Germany's health minister unveiling plans to decriminalize the possession of up to 30 grams of cannabis and allow the sale of the substance to adults for recreational purposes in a controlled market. He calls it a plan to combat the black market. Breaking news at townhall.com. A former Levi's executive writes a tell-all book about the company. When it comes to woke corporations, Levi's is near the top of the list. Now, a former Levi's brand president has written a book titled Levi's Unbuttoned. The woke mob took my job but gave me my voice. Lifelong Democrat Jennifer Say says the company got rid of her when she spoke out on COVID school closures. She says woke capitalism is simply corporate America's attempt to profit off millennial and Gen Z activism. She refers to the younger generation of workers as, quote, ideological terrorists who are policing their peers and elders relentlessly, end quote. Tasha Stevens reporting. New Mexico reaching a proposed settlement with Texas and Colorado over usage of Rio Grande water. The case has been pending before the U.S. Supreme Court now for nearly a decade. The terms of the proposed deal remain confidential. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. It's lunchtime. Sit back and listen to all the great songs with Stu Breyer and his Lunchtime Oldie Show on 1310 WICH. Only Oh, 
sure grew up with some beautiful music, didn't we, huh? A nice gift. Hey, welcome to our lunchtime oldie break. Of course, those are the platters. What's on your lunch platter today? We've got some uh, terrific music to play from my terrific file. We just heard only you. Here's only Roy Orbison. Only the lonely. That's the baloney. Only the lonely dum, 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 
That's one of the very first hits for Roy Orbison. Only the Lonely had a bunch of hits after that. All right, we got them lined up for you today. A lot of good songs. I hope you'll enjoy them. But I want to remind you about a big event at the Otis Library so you don't miss it. Talking about books and what a selection they have this year. Friends of the Otis Library is holding their semi-annual book sale on the Otis Library, 261 Main Street in Norwich. Fiction and non-fiction mysteries, books by best-selling authors, CDs and DVDs, and a large variety of children books. A buck! Paperbacks, two for 25 cents. Come on, you serious? Yeah, I guess we are. CDs and DVDs for 50 cents. Vinyl records and comic books. A buck. Children's books from 10 cents to a dollar. Special priced books, half prices. Sunday, fill a bag of comic books, a buck and up. And children's books from 10 cents to a dollar. Specially priced books, half prices. So the, the, the big bag of uh, books for $5 per bag, it's coming up Sunday. All books offered at the sale have been donated, and all proceeds from the sale will go to support the Otis Library. Boy, they've really got a whole bunch of great things this year. Sale will open from an early bird special on Friday the 28th from 9 to 10 a.m., for which patrons will pay an entrance fee of $10. But then you get, of course, the first choice. You know how that goes. Free admission for the general sale will be available on Friday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Saturday, the 29th from 9 to 2. Sunday, the 30th from noon to 3. On Sunday, customers may fill as many bags as they want and only pay $5 per bag. Hmm, lots of great reading material, records, DVDs, CDs. Man. And uh, you might even find this book. I wonder, wonder who, who, who wrote the book out Baby, baby, 
I bet it was a bestseller. What do you think? Book of Love by the Monotones. Here's a lost vinyl. Believe it or not, a lost vinyl by the Everly Brothers from Obscure Everly Brothers record I found in the vault. I call it a lost vinyl. Celebrating 35 years, the Norwich Arts Center is a vital part of downtown Norwich. Events include First Friday in the Art Gallery and live music in the intimate Donald L. Oat Theater. Don't miss the monthly Blues on Broadway, where the performers will take your breath away. On Sunday, October 30th at 2 p.m., NAC presents the Coast Guard Band's Chamber Ensemble for a free concert. This is the first time they'll be appearing in Norwich. For tickets and more information, visit norwicharts.org. NAC is supported by an ARPA grant from the Cultural Coalition. In 2020, Ms. Olsen and her colleagues in Hartford voted into law the Police Accountability Act. Removing qualified immunity allows anyone to file lawsuits against our heroes serving in law enforcement, leaving our community more vulnerable and our fellow citizens less protected. I say enough is enough. It's time for a change. This November 8th, vote Pietro Rocchi Camardella for state senate. My name is Pietro Rocchi Camardella, and I have approved this message. Pay for by Rocky for CT9. WICH is part of the Hall Communications Radio Group. From time to time, WICH has staff openings in various departments, such as sales, programming, promotions, and engineering, as well as the business office. When positions do become available, 
It is our policy to notify various organizations so that they can let their members be aware of them. WICH would be happy to add your organization to our notification list. Simply call us at 860-887-3511 and ask for Bob Reed. WICH and Hall Communications encourage minority and women's organizations to participate and are equal opportunity employers. Some groups are just known for their heavy rock. Other groups are known for their ballads. And this particular group will show you how different their styles are and two different hit records they had. All right, first of all, here's the Mindbenders, the softer side. Montana and the Mindbenders, and here's uh, the same group with a little bit of a different style. Picking it up a notch or two, huh? It's called the Game of Love. What's the game, buddy?
game new games out now i'm just trying to figure out checkers and tons of new games neil diamond great songwriter and singer he wrote two of the biggest hits for the monkeys he wrote i'm a believer which was a number one hit he also wrote this song which became number one for the monkeys so here are the monkeys song written by neil diamond and you say why didn't he record it himself well i guess they beat him to him even though it's his song. Picture Neil Diamond singing that song, couldn't you? Uh, from the monkey days, Stu's lunchtime oldies in the 40s, all those wonderful singers like Perry Como and Rosemary Clooney in the beginning of the 50s. 
They had some wonderful hits, but they didn't write them, which is okay. I mean, they were still wonderful songs, Bing Crosby. But then in the 50s, a lot of the singers started to write their own material. People like Chuck Berry, Paul Anka. And in the 60s, even more of these uh, great artists were writing their own songs. So really two for the price of one. One of the big stars of the late 50s and 60s, Paul Anka, had a great amount of hits with songs that he wrote. He even started to write songs for other people. Well, here's one of Paul's songs that he wrote, and there are about 50 other ones we could play. about 18 years old when he wrote that one, Paul Anka, Dance On, a Little Girl, even in the early days of comedians. They didn't write their own material. They delivered it beautifully. And now most of the comedians today are writing their own material. Perry Como, lots of hits. Never wrote any of them, but who cares? They were great. Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket Never let it fade away Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket Save it for a rainy day For love may come and tap you on the shoulder Some starless night Just in case you feel you want to hold her You'll have a pocket 
pocket full of starlight Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket Never let it fade away Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket Save it for a rainy day For love may come and tap you on the shoulder Some starless night And just in case you feel you wanna hold her You'll have a pocket full of starlight Pocket full of starlight Catch a falling star and put Catch it on its pocket Never let it fade Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket Save it for a rainy day For when your troubles start multiplying And they just might It's easy to forget them without trying With just a pocket full of starlight Catch a falling star and put Catch it in your pocket Never let it fade away Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket Save it for a rainy day Save it for a rainy day Save it for a rainy careful those stars are pretty heavy there mr c perry como how we enjoyed him through the years perry como with his tv shows and his wonderful christmas shows all right catch a falling star and keep the ball rolling want to play catch here's jay and the techniques Keep the ball rolling, keep the ball rolling Girl, the name of the game is love On your mark, get set, let the kiss in the start And just keep the ball rolling, baby, let it to my heart How can you ask her to try and goodbye with just one little kiss? I need a second helping too. Need a second helping. Need a second helping. When you like the fire in my heart, and every part of me is burning for you. You got to put your lips closer to mine.
And the techniques, they were one-hit wonders. It was such a great song, they never had another hit. They dropped the ball, and that was it. What a great uh, classic. Uh, WICH weather is okay. Clearing today. High 72. That's where it is now. Mostly to partly cloudy, fairly mild. 53 tonight, sunny and 70. Friday, mostly sunny and cooler, 58. Current temp, 73 degrees. We'll take it. It's that time of year again. The flu season is approaching. This year, health experts are predicting a bad flu season starting earlier than usual. The addition of another respiratory illness on top of COVID-19 could overburden the healthcare system and increase the risk of catching both diseases at once. This year, more than ever before, it is important for all of us to get our flu vaccine and our COVID-19 vaccine and or boosters. We need to protect ourselves and the ones we love. Remember, flu spreads mainly from person to person through coughing or sneezing. People can also get infected by touching something with flu virus on it and then touching their mouths or noses. Most people with the flu have mild symptoms, but pregnant women, young children, the elderly, and people with illnesses like asthma, diabetes, or heart disease are more likely to suffer from serious complications. Protect yourself, your family, and your community from the flu and COVID-19. Contact your primary care provider to get vaccinated this season. And remember, cover your coughs and sneezes, wash your hands often, and if you're sick, stay home. This message is brought to you by Generations Family Health Center. WICH AM and FM Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s Your home for Personality Radio 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM Producing wire, rope, and welding Hydraulics and hospitality These things may not have a lot in common to you and me but Congressman Joe Courtney knows they're just some of the industries and the jobs fueled by a strong shipbuilding economy. So, as chair of the House Armed Services Subcommittee on Sea Power, Joe Courtney worked with both Democrats and Republicans to double the Navy's budget for submarines. Just one of the reasons Joe Courtney is ranked Connecticut's most bipartisan member of Congress. And for us, Courtney's leadership on submarine production is producing jobs and economic opportunity in Groton and New London but also from Plainfield to Enfield, from Basra to Tolland, from Ledyard to Waterford, and on and on. Economic development from shipbuilding and a stronger future all across eastern Connecticut? Yep, now those things go hand in hand. Just like job creation and Joe Courtney. I'm Joe Courtney, and I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. I know some nights you may be up all night wondering, whatever happened to boy George? No, you haven't been? Okay. Well, I just thought I'd throw that out. Anyway, we'll play a song by Boy George, wherever he is now. Are you ready? All right. Here's Boy George.
called the Culture Club, the Culture Club, and but he was the main guy, Boy George, all right. Stu's lunchtime break at WICH. Some country singers uh, stick to just the country charts, but others move over with some of their songs and they get on the pop charts. Twice as good, huh? Big top ten country, top ten on the pop charts. Here's a guy who could do that. His name is Bobby Bear, B-A-R-E. I'm
in your tank there, buddy. There he is, Bobby Bear. Also had another big hit called Detroit City. Did very well in the country and the pop charts. Are you ready for a very noisy dance? One of the noisiest dances ever coming up. The 50s, the 60s, and the 70s. They're all back again on Stu's Lunchtime Oldies from WICH AM 1310. Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Comstock, let's Stomp. Who? The neighbors. Calm down yourself.
joke of the neighborhood. All right, that's Bobby Comstock and Let's Stomp. Can get a little uh, tongue twister there. We're talking about some singers that had so many hits but never wrote any songs, which is all right. Most of the singers today write their own songs. Pat Boone had dozens of hits. Sometimes he stole somebody else's songs and did his version of it. But this one was the only time I've heard any other person sing this song. On a day like today We pass the time cheap to buy a stamp. Come on. What are stamps up to now anyway? Pretty high stuff, huh? Remember when they were three cents? Okay. I won't get into that. How about um, a Bizarro song? Something that's so off the wall, but it was actually popular at one time. Do you remember the actress by the name of um, Betty Hutton? Does that ring a bell? Betty Hutton. This was a major hit for Betty Hutton. There's a doctor living in your town. There's a lawyer and an Indian, too. And neither doctor, lawyer, nor Indian chief could love you any more than I do. There's a barrel of fish in the ocean. There's a lot of little birds in the blue. And neither fish nor fowl, says a wise old owl, could love you any more than I do. No, 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 it couldn't be true. Dicks. 
The joy the chick with the slickest tricks And every tick I'm a ticker ticks For you, follow through Tell the doctor to stick to his practice Tell the lawyer to settle his case Send the engine chief and his Tommy Hawk Back to Little Rain in the face Cause you know, no, no, it couldn't be true I confess, I sent a note to the local press that I'll be changing my home address for you. Follow through, tell the duck to stick to his practice, tell the lawyer to settle his case, send the engine chief and his Tommy Hawk back to Little Rain in the face. Cause you know, no, no, it couldn't be true. Send a hot come unique to warn the boys down a cripple creek that every dimple of your dimple cheek is mine, so to speak. Tell the duck to stick to his practice, tell the lawyer to settle his case, send the engine chief and it's Tommy Hawk back to Little Rain and the face. song of the day Betty Hutton something out of the 40s we like to throw in once in a while well I guess our drought is over right we've had enough rain no more warnings about that take all the showers we want here's Elvis he's out in the Kentucky rain Seven lonely days and a dozen times ago I reached out one night and you were gone Don't know why you'd run, what you're running to or from All I know is I want to bring you home So I'm walking in the rain, thumbing for a ride on this lonely Kentucky back road I've loved you much too long My love's too strong To let you go Never knowing What went wrong Kentucky rain keeps pouring down And up ahead's another town That I'll go walking With the rain in my shoes Searching for you In the cold Kentucky rain In the cold Kentucky rain I 
photograph to some old gray-bearded men sitting on a bench outside a general store. They said, yes, she's been here, but their memory wasn't clear. Was it yesterday? No, wait, the day before. Finally got a ride with a preacher man who asked, were you bound on such a cold, dark afternoon? As we drove on through the rain, as he listened, I explained, and he left me with a prayer that I'd find you. Kentucky rain keeps pouring down, and up ahead's another town that I'll go walking through. With the rain in my shoes, searching for you in the cold Kentucky rain, in the cold Kentucky rain, in the cold Kentucky rain, in the cold Kentucky rain. Maybe you should wait till the rain stops, huh? Elvis, just another one of his big hits. we got a ton of them here. A couple of minutes before one, we're going to be talking with Faye from uh, Norwich Arts about some uh, interesting things that are coming up right after the 1 o'clock news. Also, we have a little comedy relief that we're scheduling today. And right now, I'll play the piano. Okay, I lied. Here's Marvin Hamlish to play the piano. to see that movie again, The Sting, wouldn't you? Hi, Faye. Well, it's good to talk to you. It's been a while. Next, Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich, 94.5 FM, W233DB in Norwich. We're on FM, and right now we're in the PM. News at 1 o'clock. Here it is. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. In a debate courtesy of News Nation. 
Democratic candidate for the Pennsylvania Senate, Dr. John Fetterman, rather, says he is fit for office physically. If my doctor believes that I'm fit to serve and, and that's what I believe is appropriate, and now with two weeks before the election, you know, I have run a campaign and I've been very transparent about being very open about the fact we're in use captioning. Republican candidate Mehmet Oz was asked if he is fit for office after being accused of giving dangerous medical advice on his TV program. One of the great blessings of traveling around Pennsylvania is you run into people who have watched the show. They thank me very much for giving them life-saving advice on chronic issues like high blood pressure or dealing with their anxiety. The show did very well because it provided high-quality information that empowered people. The Pennsylvania Senate race very close, rated at toss-up. Also at townhall.com, once a key part of the political season and an important role for newspapers, editorial endorsements of candidates are fading away. The latest sign of the times is word that papers controlled by the Alden Global Capital Hedge Fund will no longer endorse candidates for president, governor, and U.S. Senate. In many cases, endorsements have fallen victim to both the news industry's troubles and the era's bitter politics. After many papers advised against voting for Donald Trump in 2016, and he won anyway, Many news organizations wonder if it's worth alienating readers when they're already hard enough to come by. Rich Thomason reporting. A Wonka Show, Wisconsin man Daryl Brooks, convicted of killing six people by driving his SUV into a Christmas parade in suburban Milwaukee. And in Jackson, Michigan, three men have been accused of supporting a plot to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitman. They've been convicted on all of those charges. More at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a Sponsor of passive, affordable single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817 912 1569. A large crowd has protested at the cemetery in Iran where Masha Amini is buried as activists call for demonstrations to mark 40 days since her death in police custody. Online videos show people streaming into Masha Amini's home city of Sarkez in western Kurdistan. Despite the heavy security presence and the violent suppression of weeks of protests, those gathered in the cemetery by her grave defiantly shouted, death to Hamini. Activists say the Iranian authorities had warned the Amini family not to hold a ceremony. Unconfirmed reports say there's now a widespread strike in Sarkez along with several other cities in Kurdistan province. BBC correspondent Mike Thompson, archaeologists in northern Iraq have unearthed 2,700-year-old rock carvings featuring war scenes from the Assyrian Empire they discovered in Mosul. Breaking news at townhall.com. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. 
Okay, let's uh, talk to a friend we haven't spoken with in a while, but it's good to hear from her. Faye Ringo's with us. Hi, Faye. Hi, Sue. It's great to be back. Yeah. What you been up to? Well, I've been doing a lot of work online, and I published a new book during the pandemic. I wrote and published a book about the New England Gothic, that is our spooky stories, our vampires, our witch trials, and all the literature that's been written about it. You can, we can always count on you for one of those books. <laughs> this, uh, well, it was, uh, it was fun writing it because I did it all without leaving the house. All the information was online. Yeah, that's great. You know, something to do when you're, we're getting through the old COVID thing, speaking of horror. But um, you're doing well. You're now with Norwich Arts. I think you've been with them for a while, right? I have. I was the first president 35 years ago. I guess it has. Our 35th anniversary, and I'm co-president this year. Well, it's always time to refresh folks about the Norwich Arts Center that we have in our community and how important it is, how good it is. You've got some things coming up. Yes, we do. Um, we have a gallery, the Knack Gallery, that you enter on, on from Broadway that's been going for all of those 35 years. Mm-hmm. One of the uh, very few artist cooperative galleries left in Connecticut, in fact. And our current ex- exhibition is a, an open show of uh, fall Halloween spooky-related themes called Into the Darkness. And this Saturday night, which is going to be a big night in downtown Norwich. Uh, I'll come back to that in a minute. We'll have uh, something called Sip and Shop, where one of the artists, uh, Sandra Jeknavorian, who's a professor at Three Rivers, will be available to guide people through the show, talk about her art, um, and, uh, and, and serve you a free glass of something bubbly. Hmm. And, so that's going to run from 6 to 8 in the Nat Gallery as part of the Norwich Strut. For the first time this year, the um, Norwich Events that does the, the winter put together a combined kids and adults affair. The, for the adults, there's a pub crawl in a lot of the different bars downtown. And for the kids, there's all kinds of... There's a pumpkin carving contest. There's, a, there's a, several different places for trunk and treat. And they're just, um, hopefully, it'll be a nice, lively evening. Yeah, that's, uh, I know that a lot of work has gone into this, and it uh, should be a very special day. We're rooting for some good weather. Now, that's, it's going to be Saturday, did you say? Saturday, yeah. Saturday. Saturday. Um, really running from, you know, starting before 6, there's going to be food trucks downtown, all kinds of stuff, and mm-hmm. running through, uh, through 8 or 9 o'clock. On Sunday at the Norwich Arts Center Theater, which is on the top floor of the building with handicapped access from Church Street or entering from Broadway, we are presenting for the first time in Norwich musicians from the U.S. Coast Guard Band. And you know that their concerts in Leamy Hall at the Coast Guard Academy are always a sellout. And it's a free concert, totally free for the... Uh, they're, they're attempting to, uh, to bring their music to a, a wider audience in eastern Connecticut. So we hope people would be interested in turning out at 2 o'clock in the Donald L. Oates Theater of the Norwich Arts Center for the U.S. Coast Guard Band Chamber Music Recital. I know uh, it's it's important that, and uh, please call me anytime or 
email me and so we don't miss any of these events because they're they're really special through the years you must have seen some fantastic 35 years some fantastic art in that gallery huh we have we have had just wonderful exhibits um our elected artists have had solo or duo shows um or we have these open shows with themes like uh, we have another theme show coming up for December where uh, all holiday related themes and there'll be both crafts and art and uh, prints and cards and things like that available. It's amazing the talent that's around and you get to see it from the Norwich Arts. Uh, now I, I can't let you go today. Do you have any uh, interesting new discoveries with ghosts or anything for us? Well, I don't know if they're new discoveries, but um, on Friday night, it's sold out, so <laughs> too late for this year, but there'll be the usual tour of the um, of old burial ground in the, the Colonial Cemetery in Norwich Town, mm-hmm. where uh, it might be an appearance by Benedict Arnold's ghost, who comes yeah. back to visit his mother, uh, Hannah Waterman Arnold, on he'll, Halloween. He'll be coming back with Houdini, you never know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's one of Norwich's most famous ghosts, I would say. And then in the uh, there's also sometimes the figure of a Revolutionary War soldier that's been seen along that side of uh, Huntington Lane. Mm. Where, uh, now where you're cooking. Yeah. And I think there have been paranormal investigations at the Leffingwell House Museum. Um, I think they had another one this year. But... Uh, uh, our own Donald Oat Theater has had some, uh, we, we haven't had any investigations, but we have had some reports of footsteps and, and sounds. No, no apparitions, nothing scary, mm-hmm. but uh, we, we, we think that there might be uh, an art lover who's just hanging around, uh, yeah. waiting for shows to start. Getting a little exercise, walking around, that's good. Listen, exactly. I've heard so many ghost stories through the years that some of these things, there must be something to it. Yeah, I mean, I've heard the sounds myself, um, and not even when I was alone. I mean, when uh, when mm-hmm. there were maybe one or two people in the theater. Wow. But um, we, uh, I want to emphasize that it's not scary, and nobody no. has ever. <laughs> we haven't had anybody ever uh, report anything bad. So no, I'm glad you emphasize that. I mean, even when they're walking around, they're not going to kick anybody. So. <laughs> Don't be, don't be uh, afraid. It's no. listen. We love this spooky stuff. Let's face it. Most people are intrigued by the possibility that there are some nice ghosts hanging around. Mm-hmm. And coming up next week, Friday, November fourth, we have uh, Miss Lottie's Cafe, and and uh, Miss Lottie's Cafe is in honor of our founder, Miss Lottie Scott. Oh, lovely Lottie! Yep. Truly a legend, a legendary person herself. And the presentation is going to be a young woman, a young woman vocalist named Kathy Anna, who is going to be singing the songs of the Harlem Renaissance of the 20s and 30s, and it's called A Love Letter to Harlem. So uh, all of these events are on our website, which is um, norwicharts.org. Uh, it's possible to buy tickets online. It's also possible to just come to the door. Norwich Arts, O-R-G. That's easy to remember. Mm-hmm. 
Now, when is your book? Is your book out now? Your new book that you wrote? It is. The Otis Library um, helped <clears throat> me put together a great book launch um, at the end of August. We had a combination of in person in the community room and on Zoom. And we had over 50 people from literally all over the world who nice. were zooming in to, uh, uh, to hear about it. That's great. Called the Gothic Literature and History of New England, Secrets of the Restless Dead. How many books have you written, Faye? I've only written two books. Well, this new one, uh, looking forward to it. I'm sure there's very uh, intriguing stuff in there, as always. Five of well, listen, it's, it's great to talk to you. Anything else we need to know? We'll look forward to the big weekend coming up. Yes, it's a great to talk to you, and we really appreciate your support for the uh, Norwich Arts Center and for uh, over the years for, for the arts and culture in Norwich in general. It's just it's so important that people, instead of sitting back and going, there's nothing happening, <laughs> if people would just go and look and see how much is happening. Well, you can call me anytime. Uh, you know, if there's something we need to know, email me, call me on the air. That's fine. No problem. We ha because we have our big family holiday show coming in, in uh, the, the children's uh, show that's also for adults, uh, a, a show called uh, The Emperor's New Clothes, A Christmas Panto, and we, for an English-British tradition of uh, these holiday entertainments that are hilarious and fun for adults and also great for kids, and there's rumors that Santa Claus might be involved. Um, really? Uh, okay, he's um, back out, yeah. Faye, thank you so much for uh, filling us in on what's going with the Norwich Arts, um, and we'll keep it going. Should be, knock on wood, a great holiday season. Thank you. I hope so, too. We just hope everyone is healthy, and we don't have any... We have a cast that's rehearsing now of adults and kids, actors, and uh, I, I'm the author, so I'm boasting a little about that. That's but I okay. Think, yeah. I think it's very funny. All right, we'll talk more about it, all right? Okay. Thanks, Faye. Thank you. Be well. Bye now. She's done a great job. 35 years involved with the uh, Norwich Arts. And it's a wonderful, special thing in our community. Sometimes we may get a little complacent that it's there or forget about it, but not only is it there, there's all kinds of things going on, as you just heard with Faye Ringel. Hey, how's the weather? You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Partial late-day clearing is possible. 67 for the high, a fairly mild night tonight in the mid-50s. A beautiful day tomorrow, sunny and 70. And more sunshine on Friday, albeit a cooler day with a high of 58 expected. That's your Channel 3 Early Warning Forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. You may be uh, trick-or-treating in a bikini if this weather keeps up at 73 degrees. That would be a nice outfit, wouldn't it? Hello, welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi. Hey, I was uh, wondering about, uh, they, they had something on the news on TV about uh, a lot of places, they're going to have restrictions on their returns, you know, after Christmas. I had not heard that, but usually uh, 
naturally you want to return something and it's in good shape. And some people have some shenanigans. They just buy stuff for, for the holidays, wear it, use it, and then return it. So there may be some new rules. Yeah, I mean, way more than others. But I was thinking as I was watching that, that uh, if the some started getting the rules, people would uh, say blank, blank to that one, and they would go to another that had good rules if they liked the store just as much. <clears throat> Could be. Mm, you know. Yeah, so I was thinking the rules, I don't know how that's going to help the stores, but uh, I think a lot of the big ones, the, you know, like Macy's and stuff, I, some of them are, are going to start doing that. I do remember my mother returned a tent I had when I was a little kid, the Zayers in Norwich. What did she and return? You know what happened? What did she return? A tent, a pup tent. Oh, a pup tent. All right. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't think I used it, so I told her I didn't use it. So the lady at the desk, she was very concerned to make sure everything wasn't used or, mm-hmm. you know, open and enclosed the box. And I forgot. I, 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 I set up the tent one time, and because of that, I had uh, dirt in the stakes. So Ooh. my mother was embarrassed when she returned that because. It, it was supposedly new, but there was dirt mistakes. So she didn't get her money back? Um, I don't know what they actually did. Either way, it was embarrassing for her. Yeah, I understand. Naturally, you want to return it as you got it, but those things yeah. happen. I wonder how they do that stuff. You know, um, how do they know somebody hasn't worn it? How about like in a bathing suit store? Where they can't really wear underwear. Uh, underwear no, you, well, you can't. When they try it on. You How can't return they, uh, those. You can't you know, return. Make sure the, they're safe for the next uh, you, person. You can't return those things. There are things that you can't return. Yeah. Well, maybe somebody had a lingerie or swimsuit shop. They could uh, mm-hmm. let us more in on that. Okay, buddy. Thank you. Sir. See ya. Make sure you return it in good shape. I know some places they'll give you. You can return it a year later. I don't know if they're still doing that, but that's. That's a little bit too nice, huh? Dear Norwich citizens, hi, this is Mike Gualtieri. I've lived in Norwich going on 65 years. Born, raised, educated, and employed here. The extreme policies coming out of Hartford has contributed to the highest inflation rate in 40 years and an alarming increase in violent crime. Join me in voting for a better future. Vote Pietro Rocchi Camardella for the State Senate 19th District. My name is Pietro Rocchi Camardella and I have approved this message. Paid for by Rocky for CT19. The Norwich Arts Center is a vital part of downtown Norwich. Events include First Friday in the Art Gallery and live music in the intimate Donald L. Oat Theater. Don't miss the monthly blues on Broadway where the performers will take your breath away. On Sunday, October 30th at 2 p.m., NAC presents the Coast Guard Band's Chamber Ensemble for a free concert. This is the first time they'll be appearing in Norwich. For tickets and more information, visit norwicharts.org. NAC is supported by an ARPA grant from the Cultural Coalition. WICH, welcome. Number five. Number five? <laughs> Number five. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's spin. doing that yesterday. I thought I'd take off on it. You know, the turkey shoot. Oh, yeah. Let's spin the wheel. Number 27. I think they'll do it in 26 oh, shots. Oh, then <laughs> that time the contest will be shot. Hey, if I uh, eat dinner at a restaurant and decide I don't like it, can I return it? Well, you can, you can return it, but it has to be just after a couple of bites. You don't <laughs> want to be, eat it three quarters and say, nah, I don't like this. Oh, I can't return whatever already. Okay, all right. I just wanted to check. It has to be hate at first bite. <laughs> By the way, who do you suppose? Let's see if you remember. 
who was the most famous returner, probably the most famous in the world. It was a lady uh, really? who yeah. would routinely buy evening gowns and things to wear and uh, use them uh, for the weekend and return them. Some people do that. I know my aunt used to return a lot of things, but not for who, that reason. Who was the most famous person to do it? Are you talking about somebody with shoes or just uh, all kinds of clothes? Oh, anything. Uh, all I sorts of things. I don't know, Kev. You don't know? I don't know. Would you like me to tell you? Sure, folks, would you like them to tell you? All right. Oh, I heard them. I heard them. They all well, if you raised want, their hands. If you want to return Jack to the... Kennedy. Who was that? Jackie Kennedy. Oh, really? No, I didn't oh, know that. she was very well known for that. For returning things. She'd yeah. wear them and return yeah, them? she did it routinely. It was her, her gig. Oh, Now, goodness. I don't think once she was first lady and living in the White House, I, I doubt that she did that. I don't know. But oh, uh, before but that, she used to. Yeah, I remember reading that about her. Even when she was married to Onassis? Um, I don't know. Because, I mean, she should have had enough money. She could just keep it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I do. I hate returning things. It's not something I like doing. Plus, yeah. in many cases, now you order stuff from Amazon or whatever. And very rarely do I have something that needs to be returned. But it has happened, and it's just a pain. You know, it's just not easy to do if you're, if you're not good at... Uh, you know, packaging things and mailing them. <laughs> you know, sometimes when I'm in a shoe store, I, I the shoes feel good, and then I try them a little bit, and they they're pinchy, and um, yeah, you know, I don't yeah. like to do that. But I would return them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of shoes, I always have, and I may have even commented on it on your show. I don't get the whole thing of buying shoes online. Yeah. Because you have to try them on, right? That's crazy. I, I well, I finally did it about a month ago. How'd it work? Well, um, actually, some friends uh, from church helped me. I needed some semi-dress shoes, nothing too fancy, but mm -hmm. um, something a little bit more than every day around the house. And uh, got them, and they worked out. They were fine. Oh, good. It, it, they were the um, not the lace-up time, so slip-on shoes. And so they were kind of narrow at first, but they've kind of stretched out. You broke them in. I broke them in. Because mm. uh, at first I was worried that they might have to be returned. But, uh, yeah, no, that's a... But, but I don't get it. It was... I would much rather go to a shoe store the old-fashioned way. Yeah, they should try the them on for you. The problem is that mm -hmm. for some reason, and my feet aren't particularly bigger... Um, I think I'm sort of a hard fit. They're either too narrow here or too narrow there or too wide there or they're loose in front of the... It takes me forever to find a pair of shoes that I feel good about wearing. And so then I get tired of, you know, after you're in the shoe store for two hours, you get a little frustrated. Mm. And then I'll end up going home with something that's not a perfect match because I'm impatient. So what size shoe do you take? Mm, ten. Ten. It used to be a nine and a half, but your feet grow. They settle. I thought your feet would shrink. Yours grow? No, no. In most cases, most people's feet grow once you get to be our age, too. I didn't know that. that so you may end up as Bigfoot. Well, eventually, if I live to be 200 years old, I might wear a size 18. I don't know. But now I'm about a 10, 10 and a half. I used to always be a nine and a half. Well, it's always nice shopping with you, Kev. All right, listen, uh, here, here's a coupon. You come back again soon. All right, I sure will. 
right, bye. See you later. Hi, welcome to the program. Oh, hey, Stu. Casual afternoon. Hey, you know a shepherd's crook or a shepherd's hook bird feeder? They're like black wrought iron, and they got a couple of loops, and you put your bird feeders up there? No, I don't. Oh, well, anyone who feeds the birds probably know. Well, believe it or not, even though they're thin cast iron, you know, very tall things, squirrels can literally climb them. And I have been fighting with my squirrels because they wipe out my sunflower seeds every day. Well, I get Country Living Magazine, and yesterday's gave me the answer. Bird feeder blockade, this is for anyone with Shepherd's Hook bird feeder. Buy yourself a slinky. Thread an original metal slinky. They're only $4, it says on Amazon, over the pole that holds your bird feeders and attach one end to the top, letting the rest hang down. You can kind of stretch it out, I would think, too. As the squirrels attempt to climb up, the spring-covered portion, the slinky will extend and gravity will force the interloper back down to the ground, leaving your feathered friends free to enjoy their seed without interruption. I mean, I have been putting Crisco on the pole. This spray that's supposed to chase away squirrels doesn't work. This is the answer. It is so cool. And then, um, Two more things for Halloween. Tomorrow, I'll tell you about White House ghosts. Oh, yeah. there's some. I've heard some wonderful stories about that. I'll tell you about them, a short thingy. But um, one thing I was reading, when you think of witchcraft trials, what do you think of? Witchcraft child, you said? Tr- trial. Oh, trial. Yeah. Salem. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Salem. Yeah, Exactly. Would you believe Connecticut had the first witchcraft trials and started in 1642 Mm -hmm. and put the most accused witches to death, actually 45, and it didn't end. They outlawed it in 1750. Thank goodness. I mean, we had so many superstitions in those days. Boy, it's taken uh, humans a long time to learn. And all of them mostly were accused in Hartford, Weathersfield, Old Saybrook, Mm -hmm. Windsor, but it was all on the other side of the river, Connecticut River. But yeah, we had 45. Who would know? Listen, get some good stuff for tomorrow, okay? Okay. See you later. Halloween is coming, ladies and gentlemen. So is Santa Claus. You unlock this door. I'm not unlocking it yet. Welcome, you're on the air. Hi. Uh, hi, Stu. Um, yeah, Susan's right. I have shepherd hooks as well, and I saw that trick online with the uh, slinky. Mm-hmm. Um, it it worked for a while, and then the little rascals—that's not the word I really want to use—figured uh, it out. Oh, they uh, tell, figured it out. Susan, you need to move the hook away from a tree because mm-hmm. then the squirrels climbed up in the tree, and you ever see them leap? They're like acrobats. They leapt from the tree. Then they hopped right on the feeder, and they still, yeah. And also, um, Walmart has slinkies, 
original slinkies, the metal ones, for like three ninety nine. Tell us how they kept the price down yeah. on those anyway. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, and it, it did work for a bit, and then and then I did the cooking spray. I think she said cooking spray as well. All right. Oh, yeah, you, you spray, like, Pam or something, and it's slippery. But then they just find another way. They're unbelievable. So, and then the other thing was, um, I am the take-back queen. I am. I've had more vacuum cleaners than I can tell you. When I realized they don't work very well, and I've had them for six months, if not more, and I'm like, okay, I'm sick of this. I hate it. I'm Ooh. taking it back. Do they give you a problem after six months to take it back? Nope, they encourage it. Walmart really? will wow. let you take back anything. I've taken back bras. You know, you, you bring them home, try them on, go, oh, yeah, this, this isn't what I thought. As long as you only don't wear it. You know, I tried it on, take it take it off, take it right back home. You don't even need the receipt. And Kohl's, Kohl's, I can't even tell. I've taken things back that have been a year old that I've washed, worn, dried a million oh my times. Goodness. Decided that it doesn't fit. I don't want it anymore. And what they do is they give you whatever the suggested retail price is a credit. now. They still carry the product. <clears throat> Girl, good so, for you. But I think everybody should keep the sales slip. Make it easier. They should, and I'm terrible about keeping it, but um, they will honor you. Um, so, yeah, my mother-in-law, my husband jokes and says, give it to Karen. She'll take back anything. And it's like, if they say no, they say no. It's worth a try, right? Okay. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Okay. See ya. See ya. I, some socks when I was a kid that, you know, were kind of small on me now. Maybe, uh, I think my mother got it at Jordan Marsh. and they're not open now? You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Hi, Stu. Hi. I, I was thinking of um, this year, Halloween, so the Democrats are working hard with your tricks and treats. Okay. Okay, so I'll, I'll leave it as that. Uh, okay. Kevin said earlier, I think in the morning hour, about rocks and whatnot. So, you know, it had me thinking of... Uh, Lately, I think there was something on TV about these uh, stalactites and uh, stalagmites in the caverns, mm -hmm. and the elevator was stuck down there. I don't know if you've seen it, but um, anyway, rocks and everything, they do have history. I do collect bricks. You collect uh, bricks? I have the, yeah. Uh, a brick from the cobblestone. In Norwich, that's my history. Norwich Tech, before it got torn down, I got a brick from that. And another brick downtown, uh, that's my history that I collect. Well, I never met so, anybody um, who collected bricks. All right, good. A brick's a brick, right. right. Yeah, brick house, and, you know. Okay. All right. Um, okay. You know, uh, I think I'll save my other subjects for another day. All right, my dear, thank you. Stu Bryan with your WICH. We'll get back to more calls, some, some comedy coming up, lots of things this hour. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Okay, dads, it's time to do the Cabbage Patch, the Running Man, or something more contemporary, the Floss. That's right. Dance like a dad with your kids. Learn more at fatherhood.gov.
The holidays are approaching quickly. This is Allison Hennigan for Generations Family Health Center. Before the holiday rush begins, take the time to take care of yourself so you have a happy and healthy holiday season this year. Get a physical and get caught up on all your screenings and vaccines so that you will be healthy and ready to enjoy the holidays. If you have not done so yet, there is still time to get a COVID-19 vaccine or booster and a flu shot. You don't want to be in bed sick for the holidays. Visit our site in Norwich for all your medical needs. Find more information at genhealth.org or call our Norwich site at 860-885-1308 today to make a medical appointment. That's 860-885-1308. New patients of all ages are welcome. Generations Family Health Center. Willimantic, Putnam, Norwich, Danielson. One call, one mission. Accessible health care for all ages. Well, I want you to do something now. When you buy something, take that sales slip, have a little box at home, put it in a drawer, and put it in the little box. Because you never know... Want to return something? It makes it a lot easier. Hi, welcome. You're on the air. Stu, I apologize for calling back. Real quick, I just got word, and your listeners may want to know uh, that the chicken pie supper is sold. Oh out. no! Yes, it just sold out just a few minutes ago. Yeah, goodness. Uh, and a lot of people said that they'd heard about it on WICH. So, thanks to you and the Hall Communications and WCTY, uh, all the stations for. Uh, making this so successful. But for those who might have been waiting for to the last minute, unfortunately, we are sold out. See what you get when you make a good product, huh? <laughs> See? Well, um, the gentleman uh, from church told me, he said, the publicity worked too well. <laughs> well, I'm sorry for those that missed the pie, but I'm There'll sure you'll be, uh, be back with more. chance next year. You'll have more. Oh, too next year. You're going to have to do you it. You didn't hear that from me, though. Okay. I think you should do it more. <laughs> we'll try. You know, COVID messed everything up. So I understand. Um, we'll do we'll do the best we can because people love it and we love doing it. It's not about making money. It's about bringing people together. You know. Well, we're gonna sooner or later we'll put every chicken in a pot. That's right, and a car in every garage. Of course, these days it's putting pot in a chicken. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for your help. Congratulations. Tim. Okay, bye bye. Producing wire, rope, and welding hydraulics, and hospitality. These things may not have a lot in common to you and me, but Congressman Joe Courtney knows they're just some of the industries and the jobs fueled by a strong shipbuilding economy. So, as chair of the House Armed Services Subcommittee on Sea Power, Joe Courtney worked with both Democrats and Republicans to double the Navy's budget for submarines. Just one of the reasons Joe Courtney is ranked Connecticut's most bipartisan member of Congress. And for us, Courtney's leadership on submarine production is producing jobs and economic opportunity in Groton and New London, but also from Plainfield to Enfield, from Basra to Tolland, from Ledyard to Waterford, and on and on. Economic development from shipbuilding and a stronger future all across eastern Connecticut? Yep, now those things go hand in hand. Just like job creation and Joe Courtney. I'm Joe Courtney, and I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. Sometimes in the uh, one to two hour, we uh, play a comedy, a comedian. Comedian, and uh, someone requested that I play something by Bob Newhart. You remember him, Bob Newhart? So what do you say? You want to do that? Something by Bob Newhart. One of his routines. See if we can get it for you. 
was here a minute ago. I think it maybe uh, laughed its way out of the bank. All right, let's warm up for Bob Newhart. <laughs> okay, that was a little dim, but here it is. Thank you, Tommy and Dick. There are, there are more planes in the air today than ever before in the history of aviation. And our airports are overcrowded, and it's just about impossible to control all of that air traffic. Now, I don't know if you've ever been in uh, an airport control tower, but at every busy airport, there's one guy, and his job is to keep track of everything. And he is called the traffic control officer. He has a radar screen in front of him, and he wears a headset like this. Oh, okay, all right, United uh, 209. Yeah, we have radar contact. You're looking very good. Pa Pan American 715. You, uh, you, you haven't seen United 209 up there anywhere, have you? <laughs> it's a big plane. It's one of, one of those four engine jobs. It's uh, got United on the side. You, you can't miss it. Well, if you see him, would you tell him to call in? Yeah. yeah uh, uh, 715, we're pretty jammed up here. I, I'm going to have to put you in the holding pattern. How, how's, how's your visibility? Yeah, uh, look, look off to your left about three miles over San Bernardino. Yeah, do you see all the planes? Yeah, uh, just uh, take a place anywhere there. You, you can find some. <laughs> we'll, we'll call you back as soon as we have an opening. Uh, no, no, don't, don't call us. We'll call you. <laughs> okay, you guys on the ground. Who, who wants to go up? <laughs> Wait, wait a minute, not all at once, guys. Wait, which one of you guys has ever been up before? <laughs> uh, which one of the two of you has, a, has an open runway in front of him? Brand of 26. Okay, uh, uh, straight up, you, you pull up at the ocean, turn right, right again, and then uh, straight ahead to Salt Lake City. <laughs> no, you, you can't miss it. It's got a big tabernacle. <laughs> uh, 715, I got to have an unidentified blip here. Yeah. Uh, a blip? Yeah, listen, could you identify yourself? A, a Piper Cub. <laughs> this, this is International Airport. We're sort of busy, you know. Why, why don't you try one of the local fields? Be, because your wife is meeting you here. Huh? <laughs> where, where are you exactly, uh, Piper? The, the Texaco Station at Hollywood and Western. <laughs> oh, all right, st uh, straight out the door and look to your right. You see the big hamburger sign? Yeah, t take off over that. Now, you can't miss us. We're, we're the first international airport on your right. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave the lights on. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> uh, Miami 209. Yeah, you're, you're a little off course. C could you speak a little slower? Who, who is this, anyway? No. J just, just a passenger. Huh? <laughs> could, uh, could you let me speak to someone in charge? Y you are. Huh? <laughs> Where, where's, uh, where's the pilot? How about the stewardess? They, they, they are, huh? <laughs> you, uh, you ever, ever landed a big plane like this before? <laughs> no, no, it's easy. You just uh, disengage your, your automatic pilot. It's, it's a lever over your head to, to the right. Not, uh, not all the way to the right. You, you're, you already pulled it. <laughs> I, I don't know how to tell you this. Uh, you, you just emptied the washrooms. <laughs> Piper, could you hold on? I have an emergency call. Yeah, yeah Pan Am, what is it? Yeah, that, that was 209 from Miami. It's, he, he's a new boy. It, it won't happen again, I guarantee it. <laughs> right? 
right in the fan jet, huh? <laughs> how, how about your wipers? Are they still working? <laughs> well, why, why don't you just tell the passengers it was a giant eagle? I, I think... <laughs> Okay, okay, 209, I'm going to talk you down. You see the little Piper tub in front of you? Yeah, just, just follow the little fella on down. Yeah, uh, Piper? Look, I, I don't want you to get excited, but uh, as soon as you touch down, you, you keep moving, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and promise me one thing. Don't, don't look behind you, okay? Okay, guys, you can take it from here. I'm going on my lunch break. Fine. <laughs> have been asking about um, playing something by Bob Newhart and there it is for you on our uh, Anything Goes portion of the program there's a comedian that you'd like to hear on the show let me know and if we can find some of his material that I can play on the radio it's hard with the newer comedians to uh, get by with some of the things but we can give it a try alright Let's hear from you. Got plenty of time to talk. Miranda Devine is going to be with us. She is uh, one of the top writers for the New York Post. And she has written some books. She's got a lot of things to say about New York. And uh, that is uh, very interesting. She covers a lot of the stories there. And she was the first to break the Hunter Biden story that was covered up before the election. And she has a... uh, book called The Laptop from Hell. Plus she has some new information for those who want to know the truth because she was proven correctly the first time. However, that'll be tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Starting off our program tomorrow on Thursday, Miranda Devine from the New York Post. And if you have something you want to talk about anything, doesn't have to be politics can be hobbies. I just found out that Maria collects bricks. That's the first time I've heard any. Do you have any other thing, uh, odd things that you collect, folks? Collecting bricks. Saturday, 6 to 8, Norwich. Get it? W-I-T-C-H, Halloween Strut, downtown Norwich, in the historic district. Show off your Halloween costume or your regular clothes in downtown Norwich. Sometimes people think my regular clothes is for Halloween. Strut around Broadway and Bath Streets while you shop and dine in the many terrific downtown establishments. You can enjoy snacks from fun Connecticut food trucks and crafter booths. Bring a carved pumpkin with you to enter into the Jack-O-Lantern contest at the City Hall Steps. Everybody's welcome to this family-friendly event. Keep in mind, it's this Saturday from 6 to 8, the Norwich Halloween Strut Downtown Norwich. You know, we deserve to have a little fun, you know. Things have been a little uptight from here and there. So head to Downtown Norwich and enjoy Halloween like we used to when we were kids. Remember how much we looked forward to it? It was exciting and uh, they're bringing it back with a lot of events this year. So while I have some time, let me check my Studopoli window. Haven't seen a lot of sunshine lately, but I think many of you will know the lyrics to this song. You may want to do a little sing-along. So uh, this is for you, because when you're singing, it puts you in a good mood. 
unless you know you're really can't sing at all but even then you've got to not lose your sense of humor all right this is the manhattan transfer you know the words sing it with them Tomorrow there's going to be sun on both sides of the street. Really? Would we kid you? Of course not. 70s tomorrow, 75 degrees right now. Man, are you kidding me? Put the beach chairs away. 75 degrees right now. Should be that kind of weather tomorrow with some sunshine. We talked about earlier today when I was talking with Marty in the morning about words that we never use or don't even know, but they exist. Some of them we've heard before. Others, um, I don't know. Now, there's a word that you don't hear too often. It's called malarkey. This refers to words that are insincere 
and talk that is particularly foolish. Don't give me that malarkey. Haven't heard that word in a long time. Welcome, you're on the air. Hey, Stu, I don't care what anyone says about you. You're all right in my book. You always play anything I ask. And you just did that Bob Newhart thing. And, uh... Well, we try. I, I laughed so hard, honest to God. He's so dry, he's hysterical. Yeah, he was, he's got some good material. We've got some more by him, too. Yep, you did a good job. Well, I actually said my name for the first time. I said Karen, so that's mm -hmm. me. Uh, and I always tell you that I'm a hairdresser, so now everybody knows. And there you go. Are so, you still are you um, still hairdressing, Karen? I am. I am. What's I've been doing it since I was 19, and I am 60 as we speak. That's a lot of hair, huh? A lot of hair. I've seen your hair on the on your uh, website. You saw my hair. Maybe you could give it back. <laughs> Karen, uh, what's uh, what's the most popular hairdo now? Um, probably um. A bob, a layered bob, like a, you know, blunt cut with some layers, like, mm -hmm. um, you know, and the guys are going shorter, um, more like a buzz cut, flat top, stuff like that, but, um, yeah. Do they ever, like, what? do they ever stump you with, they say, I want this kind of a hairdo, and you never heard of it? Hmm? Never. Nope. Because people are pretty basic, they're like, they're not looking for anything, there's nothing that trendy. Back in the 80s, it was like a, like a asymmetrical, one side was longer than the other. I wasn't into the, the weird things, like I won't color kids' hair as purple, and I won't yeah. do weird things. I, I'm pretty old school and just do the basics, so I like that. So when you get to know your regular customers, do you ever say to them, <laughs> gee, you would really look better at this or that? Do you... No, it's funny. We're really on the same page. Like, they'll come in and go, I'm thinking I want to, and I'm like, no. Why change? This has been your hairstyle since I've known you. It looks good. Don't change it. It looks good on you. You get compliments. Yes. All right then. Mm -hmm. They go. Yeah, you're right. So. So do. Go. Do blondes have more fun? No, I'm a redhead. Redheads have more fun. Redheads, okay. I was always ask, wondering. Yes, ask Dan O'Brien if you ever run into him again. We miss him terribly, and uh, Who, I met that? him several. Dan O'Brien. Oh, I said Dan popped in the other day. But I couldn't talk to him when he comes up to the studio because I was, you know, had to doing guest stuff. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to call him today. Well, tell him uh, um, Karen Murray says hello. Uh, he knows who I am. And uh, mm -hmm. I've met him over the years. I told you I won a car when um, it was uh, Cool Oldies mm -hmm. on Ocean Beach. And uh, he was one of the DJs back then. And uh, I've, uh, I've talked to him for many, many years. And he's, he's a nice guy. We saw you, so I'm glad that I'm... I'm new to your program, and I, I, like I always tell you, I really enjoy uh, calling in. It's kind of fun. All right, Karen. It's good to hear from you, as always. Okay, and uh, please tell him I said hello, okay? I definitely will do that. Thanks so much, Stu. Talk You're to welcome. you later. Here's another word for you. Pandiculation. Does anybody know what that means? Pandiculation. Stumped, huh? You knew about malarkey. That's, you know, that's kind of a, don't give me any malarkey. Pandiculation. This is what happens when you wake up in the morning and stretch. As you stretch, your muscles might go rigid for a short time, which can sometimes be uncomfortable. It also describes that wonderful or terrible combination of being extremely sleepy, stretching and yawning at the same time. Now, when this happens to you, you'll know what to call it. It's pandiculation. Who would have ever thought, huh? Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. 
Oh, we just got back from lunch at the senior center. I go about once a week. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody's in a crisis That's from the medical services around here. That's there. Um, I'm not sure. I think it's a combination of getting the COVID vaccines and and some other issues going on with Bacchus and the medical clinics in Norwich. Um, we're in an advanced crisis. And uh, I just wanted to talk, mention that for a minute. Um, not a good situation that we're in. Well, of course, with COVID and then people are just trying to stay as healthy as I they can. I I, at this point, I agree with non-vaxxers that the pandemic was a hoax and a scam. Um, there's always been, you know, there's beliefs. I, I, I attended a presentation not too, too long ago at my church um, headed by a woman from the Uncas Health District on pandemic. And she, I guess it's about, they, they, their theory is that there's a pandemic, I think it's around every 300 years or something like that. Um, but what has happened to this country is a nightmare. I, I stumbled across a study online last fall after I had gotten, had the severe allergic reaction to the second Moderna vaccine. The study was done on chicken. Part of the big chicken group was given the vaccine and part was not to see what the impact would be and they all died. So you think so, it was a hoax, really, huh? You know, Marvin was on the mark about that, in my, in my opinion now. Um, what's going on here locally is a nightmare with Hartford Healthcare and they're enterprising when they didn't need to. You know, they're all over the place and that's an enterprise. It is not a nonprofit. What they should have done was build a new hospital. That's what they should have done. Because we have a building that's, you know, I call it a medieval building. It's very, very old. The reason why I call it medieval is because they're still using the same methods and techniques that killed people a hundred years ago. And they, you know, the medical practitioners are like, oh, you know, we're going to go with this. We're going to go with this. We're going to go with this. And we need, don't you agree? We need doctors. My goodness, what if we didn't have them? Well, I, I hope you're just playing the devil's advocate here because we are dying from these problems. A well, mass I'm amount not, of us is dying from. I'm not playing devil's advocate. I know. Trauma from Bacchus Hospital, draining everybody's blood every time they go from their wrist. I have a right to talk about it. Okay. I have a right to well, talk you, about you, medical if, malpractice. If that's your personal situation, you have a right to talk about it. But no, no, no. We're talking uh, about hundreds and hundreds well, and hundreds. Well, we're of not hearing. We're not hearing that at all. No. Well, you haven't been to the senior center and you haven't been to the emergency room. And I mentioned that to you. I have been to emergency room. With this administration. All right. Well, I hope that you're feeling better. Stu, if you don't visit people, you don't have a visual clue. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. Goodbye. So if um, COVID is a hoax, a lot of people have died from that hoax. I'll tell you that much. Hi, welcome to the program. Hello. Hi, Joe. Good afternoon. Hi, Lara. What you got? <clears throat> well, just a minute. That's all. One minute. I just want to agree with that woman somewhat about health care. Um, health care and when the doctors had their independent offices, 
was, in my opinion, uh, a way, way different than what is taking place today. Uh, she's right. These doctor groups have all joined either Harvard Healthcare or Yale. I could do a whole show with you on what goes on in doctor's offices and the emergency room, which I have both been in uh, numerous times because of my uh, problems with my health. And uh, because of these doctors joining uh, these two uh, big uh, uh, organizations, it's almost like that they uh, do what the big shots tell them to do now. They sit up in the desk behind Hartford Healthcare and Yale. And if they, it's almost like if they don't do what they tell them to do regarding healthcare and their patients, that they're going to get fired. And that's my personal opinion from what I've gone through also. So she is right in some of the things that she's saying about health care compared to what it used to be when the doctors were independent. You don't even get to see a doctor most of the time. Today you get to see the APRN. Well, that's that's true. I find that in my situation as well, although I find her yeah. to be quite good. But she's not all wrong in what she says about health care. Mm-hmm. Okay? I've seen it myself. I've been through it myself. So what's the alternative, Larry? The alternative is, is the doctors should do what's best between them and their patients, not between what's best for them and Hartford Healthcare. That's running their life, running the doctor's office. Okay? These doctors are dead scared to even prescribe a prescription for you today, especially an opioid prescription because of what's going on between them and, 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 the, and the healthcare center. Well, you can understand that with the opioid system, yeah. No, the opioid. The opioid situation, I, 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 I can do a whole show with you on that also. The opioid situation is 88% of the fentanyl crossing the southern border, killing all our children between 18 and 40 years old. It's not from a doctor giving a prescription to a patient for, for, uh, for an opioid that has someone that has chronic pain. Not acute pain, I'm talking chronic pain. No, we and several people in their 60s, 70s, and 80s have chronic pain from all different kinds of things. We can continue this tomorrow, Lar. Yeah, well, she is right, okay? Okay, thank you. Hi, we can get a quick call in. What's on your mind? Hi. Um, I agree with Larry. Okay. What he said in the other um, woman that called before him. So when you're I sick, when you're sick, who are you going to go to, a tree surgeon? Huh? When you are sick, who are you going to go to? Hmm? I, I just wanted to say that the clerical staff, the nurses' staff, say the doctors play God. So that's what I'm hearing. Well, I disagree. I mean, I'm not saying they're right all the time, but most doctors, I do believe they want to do right for their patient. Maybe it's just I'm, I'm been dealing with some good doctors. I don't know. Well, you probably right. Lucky you. Thank you. Yeah, you are. Lucky me. Lucky me. Okay. Boy, we could, uh, too bad we're out of time. We could really get into this one, huh? You know, I'm open for all stories. Every opinion is welcome on this program. I don't have to agree with you, right? I'm not saying I don't know of certain situations that were not good. But, you know, these people go to medical school, and I know maybe I'm a Pollyanna. I think most of them do care about their patients. It's not right all the time, I know. Okay, so, oh, I'm out of time. Jeesh. Thanks for all the calls. We have a busy day tomorrow. Miranda Devine from the New York Post will also have open topics, maybe some ghosty stories. Try not to scare you too much. In the meantime, the kids are here. 
They're all excited because Halloween is coming up on Monday. They can't hardly sleep. And they're hoping to get lots of Kit Kats. Here they are. And that's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you'll be with us again tomorrow. Goodbye. It's me and my sister. She uh, always got more candy than I did. I don't know. She was just sweeter or something. Personality Radio, 1310 WICH Norwich, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. FM.